0: Albuquerque's macro-aggression, Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk.
1: 405 here on this Tuesday afternoon on Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk, on the internet, jiva.fm, 550-5500. On Roku TV, Amazon, uh, Fire TV, uh, you know, on Apple TV, and I can't or or can hear myself as well as SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify, which means I won't be able to hear Dowd very well either. There we are. We finally brought brought it back. You know, like, what's going on? I can't hear myself. Uh, for wait, I think this is going to be the uh, second and final day uh, that we'll have to sort of uh, deal with all of the, you know, doodads and you know, uh, mess-ups here. We did uh, get the approval to go ahead and get the board replaced, D-Dowd Muska. Woo-hoo! So I'm uh, pretty excited about uh, that one. There you are. Now we can actually get you side-by-side, so we are perfect, and uh, there we go. So, test one, uh, test two. Test, test one, test two. D-Dowd two, Muska yes. is here, as well as the rest of our audience as well. We had uh, a nice little visit from some new friends. Yes. <laughs> the uh, same volume fluctuation. Sounds like audio game. There's a uh, We've got our engineer listening to it, and that's about the best we can do. So we've dealt with the uh, audio gain. I think that... How's that, Doug? Yeah. Uh, how about I'm a test you. one, two?
2: Test one, test two. Happy birthday, Vanessa Hudgens. Oh, wow. <laughs> who is that? Is she,
1: like... Uh, I think she's one of those, like, style? Disney
2: teeny boppers. She's yeah. 33, though. Those kids are getting old.
1: Yeah, well, uh, 33 is no, uh, no young buck uh, either. Um, let's just uh, give you a quick update before we get started on everything else. Uh, tragedy struck the festival down at the uh, old town area, the, the plaza and things, you know, have been a uh, pretty, you know, downtrodden because of that. I think a lot of people feel bad because of, of what happened, you know, cause that could have been any one of us. And it appears the, uh, this was less than an hour ago. Uh, this is the off-road vehicle that has now been located. So oh good. The, yeah. So the off-road vehicle has now been located. Uh and that's uh that's exciting. I think if I stay in front of the mic better, there we go. Uh Crime Stoppers offering a reward for additional information. Uh this is from APD's motor unit located in an off-road vehicle that may have been involved in Sunday's fatal crash that resulted in the death of the seven-year-old boy Pronoy Bakchara. Officers with the motor unit followed up on dozens of tips. Thank you, Albuquerque, uh from the community and located the ATV on Monday at the 200 block of 65th Street. So that's uh, where they located the the unit. The vehicle was collected as evidence from the property itself. Albuquerque Metro Crime Stoppers is offering a $3,500 reward uh, for information leading to an arrest. An individual donated $1,000 to raise a reward to 3,500. People can call. I, I'm just wondering why is there only $2,500 uh, being offered up from that? That's uh, absolutely ridiculous. And With all that Extra money that has uh, come in. They could offer a lot more. So good news there. They located the vehicle. I think they're on their way to figuring out, uh, who and what happened, uh, in terms of those uh, who are responsible. Now I've been getting reports all day and a lot of people have been asking, where the hell is Tim Keller? What's he doing? How come he hasn't been around? You know, a lot of people have been like, you know, sort of upset about about the fact that he hasn't been sort of taking care of business. Is this on Tim Keller? Uh, you know, we've got 122 homicides uh, on the year. And a lot of people are having to resort to their own monetary rewards, uh, doing their own searches, putting their own information together. Uh, you know, these are things that the city of Albuquerque Police Department needs to be doing. And we're at that time of year. You know, people are going to be drinking a lot between now and the end of the year. You've got uh, effectively, including today, 17 days until the brand new year, the last 17 days a year, a lot can happen between now and then. Uh, you know, hopefully, we won't end up with uh, many more than what we have on the homicide uh, front. But we're getting reports that the number of police officers that are have been counted or are counted isn't the total amount of police officers that are actually out on the street. Okay, and this comes from a number of different sources, including people who work with the police force many of these people are on leave and they continue to get paid and they continue to get counted and all told i don't know how correct this number is there's about 120 people right now that are on leave from the albuquerque police department wow they are getting counted out as being and participating in the albuquerque police department however they are not out on the streets. They are not doing their job. They are on paid leave. So there's far less police officers that are out there. Uh, um, a gal friend of mine, she had a really good idea because she looks at this stuff all the time, and you know it makes a lot of sense. And she she says, uh, Eddie, I think this is going to sound kind of stupid. You know, I don't I don't think this is a good good thing to have to you know approach it from this standpoint. And I said, well, just lay it on me. Tell me what you're thinking. And she said, they need to go ahead and start doing an APB, or excuse me, a promotional advertising thing, see something, say something, because it doesn't seem like anybody is calling 911 any longer, or not many people are are out there that are trying to make good things, I guess, happen as part of the government, because there's not enough of them uh, that, that are happening. Then there's a lot of things, I guess, that are on Facebook. I'm not on Facebook, but a lot of people are on Facebook. And they're doing monetary awards so that they can go ahead and bring people to justice or find out. And they're, they're they're doing just what level that they can in the community on Facebook to find people. And that's what it's going to take. It's not going to be Tim Keller, it's not going to be the Albuquerque Police Department. It's not going to be uh, anybody but you who's going to be able to reduce the amount of crime and bring people to justice. And I think for far too long, people have been afraid to speak up and say something about it. And I think if you look at the Facebook, and let me just kind of give you a couple that come out today. Um, and it's sad. It really is. There's a, a memorial fund for a, a young uh, guy, I don't know if kid or guy, how old he was, for a, a guy by the name of Marcos Baca. Now, we oftentimes, we've, we've gone to this before where we said we don't know the names, we don't know the victims, we don't know who we're talking about. And we just hear about it, and it's like, oh, that's tragic. And we never get a name. We never get the details. Well, this uh, comes from uh, a Facebook uh, post, a Facebook post of a, um, a concerned friend, family member, et cetera. It says, on November 13th, that would be a Saturday night, at approximately 11.30 p.m., a small black four-door sedan struck a motorcycle operated by 20-year-old Marcos Baca resulting in his death at the intersection of Ardenal and Tapia Boulevard. The offender, vehicle, and driver fled the scene and have yet to be identified. The vehicle should have heavy front damage. Now, the the very same tips, you know, all points, bulletin, APB that was put out, we've got to find there's not very many people with this type of vehicle, led to somebody finding that all-terrain vehicle and bringing him to justice. The same thing can be done. Well, hopefully you're going to bring that person to justice. Nothing has been identified as of yet. So going back to Marcos says anyone with information is asked to contact Crime Stoppers anonymously at 843 stops. Tip can be submitted at p3tips.com forward slash 531. Through anonymous donations into Crime Stoppers, tipsters could be eligible for a cash reward up to $7,500. This is where we're at. We're gonna to need to start offering rewards and incentivizing people to come forward, so that they could go ahead and bring these people to justice who are responsible for the deaths of what's happening here in the city of Albuquerque. And from all you know, these wonderful photos of Monica Spaka—he's got a little "I voted." Uh, one of his last photos that looks like he took looks like he voted in the city of Albuquerque uh, election. And um, then there's another thing: my youngest child. Uh, this woman puts out. Monicos was tragically killed. We are crushed and hope that any money raised will bring his killer to justice. This thing has 42 comments and 17 shares. Okay? On the Monicos Baca Memorial Fund, they asked to raise $15,000. Out of 221 donors, they raised $22,595. You know what that says to me? It says that People are screaming for justice. They want good things to happen in their community. They're willing to part ways with a significant amount of money, 100 bucks a piece on average. That's no small amount of money that's coming out to help bring the, and this is through a GoFundMe site, to help bring the killer of Marcos Baca to justice. Yet we get nothing from the local news media. We've got nothing from Channel 4, nothing from Channel 7, nothing from Channel 13. This type of stuff should be on the news every single evening. People should be going to 4713, have we found the killer for Marcos Baca? Have we found the killer uh, or the person who ran over the seven-year-old? We should have this stuff in front of us all the time. The only reason we didn't have it in front of us is because Tim Keller was running for re-election and Manny Gonzalez was running for election. And both of those gentlemen are directly responsible for the crime crisis that you have seen for the last four years in the case of Tim Keller and the last eight years for Manny Gonzalez. And I'm not being hyperbolic in saying, though, but this is these are the types of things that we have to continue to talk about. Um, we'd be doing a huge disservice if we didn't talk about these things. Uh, one of the places that people are going right now is ABQ Raw. Good on ABQ Raw. I mean, I, I think I knew one of the guys. I think I know both of the guys that are on there. I'm glad that ABQ Raw is doing the job that channels 4, 7, and 13 refuse to do. And I think it's important that they continue to push it. Even if the information is a little bit faulty, it's better. It is better, in my opinion, than what you're getting from the local news media. And that's all I can say. And I will keep pushing that stuff, regardless of how I feel about the people who are involved or the connections. I don't care. It's good information to get out there, and it's helpful for the community. Uh, here's here's one. In the early hours of December 11th, 2021, Berlin County Sheriff's Deputy Responded reports of a 17-year-old female abducted by Christopher Adeta, Adetta, and this is at ABQRAW, uh, by the way, abqraw.com. Adetta arrived at the residence with an AR-style rifle looking for her and fired shots from the gun. According to the criminal complaint, the female returned to the house with a female friend. Edetta forced her friend out to the vehicle and held the female at gunpoint while taking the vehicle. Where is this level of detailed reporting in your local news media? Where are we finding any of these reports? Where are we getting any of this information? nowhere why because it looks bad and all they want to talk about is lights and how great everything is in albuquerque this is the hard conversation that we've got to have bcso detectives were able to locate the female take adetta into custody after six hours search adetta is charged with kidnapping three counts of aggravated assault three counts of child abuse and shooting at dwelling occupied buildings the sheriff's office conducted searches on a vehicle and house finding a stolen firearm adetta is not a stranger to violent crimes in 2018 Christopher Arreda, then 15, and his 18-year-old cousin Jonathan were accused of beating Ivan Bocanegra to death, loading his body into a truck, and setting it on fire on the Pajarito Mesa. If you don't recall that, well, you can thank your local news media for not doing their job. I happen to remember it. These are things that they don't continue to recycle and regurgitate in the media because it makes the entire community look bad and then they can't sell as much advertising or i don't know what their bottom makes line, the tourism that department angry makes that, the chamber that commerce is? angry <sighs> uh, i i don't understand it. so uh and then finally i want to you know kind of and and if you i don't know if anyone else is on Newsbreak. you watch the the news break app on, on on the phone i i do that okay i i go to that i think it's important because at least i'm getting even if it's popcorn even the the depth of it is at least I'm getting some some level of uh, indications of what's actually uh, happening. Now they're starting to talk about the homeless problem. How many times have you seen them talk about 4713, the Albuquerque Journal, actually address the homeless problem? They were talking all about it on, as a ramp up uh, to the mayoral election and why Tim Keller's plan is so good. Now, now they're all moving to, My opinions and the things that I was suggesting in terms of the criminal. Remember the guy who was getting criticized for criminalizing a certain level of homelessness? Remember that? Yeah, that was me. They were coming out. Remember the same thing with the unvax, the uh, unvaccinated or mandating vaccine? Yeah, that was me. It's funny how, as as we get to the end of the year, all the things that I was talking about right from the very beginning are all the things that are shining through right here at the end of 20. twenty one five fifty 500. fifty five hundred that's five fifty fifty five hundred doubt uh we're doing the job other uh small media out there is doing the job that mainstream media just
2: refuses to do yeah, and i guess you know <clears throat> pardon of me eddie i'm I'm glad we have this opportunity that you and i and everybody i mean murder mike in his own way is is a reporter <laughs> uh chronicling this kind of stuff and you know either through the scanners or or, or out there physically and um we we shouldn't have to do this i mean it's an honor to bring information to the people of this city and the state and the world but boy if we had a i guess i'd be off being a full-time dog care guy if if uh, the real media the the so-called establishment uh, acceptable uh, objective professional media actually did its job but uh, as long as they're not folks you've got the kiva rockoftalk.chat
1: there you go that's all it takes back after a, a quick break uh, right here in the kiva as always, we appreciate you guys subscribing, and you can always subscribe uh, directly at rockoftalk.chat uh, for as little as 20 cents a day. We highly suggest that you pick that up. You get some show notes. You get a little bit ahead of the show uh, each and every day, and uh, our show notes uh, are relayed to each and every one of you at night. And not to mention, you can also get a complete video replay of the uh, radio show as well. 550 That's 505 550 here in this uh, beautiful middle day in December, we are not even in winter yet. And, uh, I'll tell you what, uh, it's looking good, uh, here for the next, uh, 15, 16 days of weather. I'm already forecasting that's uh, going to continue to stay right about here until the end of the year. 420 back and forth.
3: Machine. Machine
2: Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com 3120065. 3120065.
4: no matter where your journey
1: starts, it will end at Ann Matthews Bridal, where you will get to say yes to the dress. The Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York and Dallas right here to Albuquerque. Call 890 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890 Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard.
5: Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage, and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face. You will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy. And if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today. On the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling eight three six five seven zero zero. That's eight three six five seven zero zero. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, when 883
3: Hi, this is and I love sitting on the Monroe's patio just enjoying some chips and salsa. And I'm Stella. I love the fresh air.
5: And enchiladas and tacos.
3: Hey, Grandpa, what about the fresh air? Ooh, and some red or green chili with a cool beverage. And the fresh air? Oh, Grandpa, this is the best meal.
6: It is delicious.
3: Hey, guys, what about the fresh air? And And what about about the fresh fresh air? air?
7: We are going to Monroe's in the Heights and downtown. Directions at chili.theplaceilike.com.
9: do what you love deliver your best you do life and we'll make sure you get the best back that's how we roll we do taxes liberty tax you do life we do taxes Within moments of your vehicle being taken out of your possession due to theft, other crimes are committed. Unfortunately, vehicle theft is all too common, but it can be prevented with the Revelco vehicle anti-theft device. RevelcoNM.com or give us a call at 505-550-4994.
7: Music is The Great Communicator on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up, makeusgodlyagain.com.
1: 427 here in the you little bee cheese. back on this day, uh, down in Moscow. What, what uh, the Saturday Night Live,
2: uh, or was it uh, Saturday Night Fever? <laughs> probably parried, parodied by Saturday Night Live at some point.
1: Yeah, yeah
2: uh, the movie opened, and uh, its soundtrack, it's funny, I, I would have assumed it, just because of what it is, would still remain the biggest selling soundtrack of all time, apparently The Bodyguard.
1: Uh, continues
2: in the top slot, and Saturday Night Fever soundtrack is only number two best-selling soundtrack
1: Well, fans of Yellowstone really like that. I,
2: I don't know uh, how
1: many times a week I get asked if I watch Yellowstone. Let me tell you something. I don't watch TV. <laughs> me neither, really. Yeah, <laughs> I don't watch any TV. So just a little uh, FYI, FYI for uh, all of you guys uh, out there. So uh, five fifty, fifty five hundred. Uh, let's see some volume fluctuation uh, sounds pretty good though. Uh, much better than yesterday. Dad, when will we be vaccinated? Be patient. My child, the vaccine is still being tested on humans and that is from one ape to another great <laughs> graphic uh, right there. And then I'm getting uh, even more suspect and fatal hit and run on the loose ATV in custody, a little tongue in cheek poke at uh, what's happening. And there's a lot more happening. Uh, unfortunately, as bad as last segment was in terms of the news, it doesn't get much better than this one, and um, <clears throat> we're gonna title this "Dead Kids." Dowd, um, yeah, it's there's a community that's suffering. We got a, a second uh, grade boy; the entire uh, school, uh, George O'Keefe Elementary, is having a, a very difficult time, uh, especially at this time of year. Um, many people wanted to share stories of. Bachat, uh, Chara, excuse me, and pay tribute to him, and they built a memorial with flowers. Uh, always a smile, extremely loving, brilliant, he was so smart, and we've lost a really, really good person today for no reason, very creative, curious, wanted to be around him, always ready with a smile and a hug. A beautiful, brilliant boy who had so much to offer to our society. And, let's just figure out how the beginning of this week started, right? This was, I believe, uh, Saturday night. Even when a police officer, and this is not me taking a shot at the family, but this happened of all places in Rio Rancho. And remember, we were looking for more information, see what would be released. And it still, Dow doesn't really, I'm going to let you tell it a little bit better because it doesn't really add up to me from what I've read. Uh, Something is definitely missing here. The call that was made was that he fell out of a chair, was unconscious, breathing, and it turned out to be a whole lot worse than that.
2: Yeah, and I I, I will uh, give the KOAT, we we do bash the media for not doing their job. This was some actual journalism. They they looked into what was available. Uh, The initial report for this young child, uh, two years old, uh, in the home of a a Santa Fe police officer up in Rio Rancho, the report was uh, their son had fallen out of a chair. Uh, Investigators later determined the child had been shot, I would say is, Probably a quantum difference between falling off a chair and being shot. Uh, they found two projectiles, according to this report. That's the word they use, not me. Uh, inside the couple's kitchen, these are according to court records, they found a holster on a kitchen counter. Rio Rancho investigators have confirmed uh, that it was the son of a Santa Fe police officer uh, fatally shot. Since then, they have said... Very little. The search warrant names the officer as, again, this is publicly, I'm not trying to be gossipy, this is uh, public information on the KOAT website, names the officer as a 28-year-old Jonathan Harmon. The search warrant says that Harmon told 911 operators there was a lot of blood coming from his son's mouth, sorry for the tough stuff here, and that he must have hit his teeth because they were missing. The warrant shows that the first Rio Rancho police officers to arrive at the home found a shell casing and a projectile in the kitchen where the child was. A further search found a second projectile. Documents also show that when asked about firearms, the officer's wife, uh, the 28-year-old police officer from Santa Fe, told investigators that the gun was placed in a kitchen cabinet. Uh, Channel 7 reached out to Santa Fe Police Department to see if the officer Harmon is still working and if there was an internal uh, affairs investigation underway they did not respond. So there's still a heck of a lot we don't know about this, but we did learn uh, a little uh, from uh, channel seven's investigation into this scary, uh, scary stuff, scary stuff.
1: And I think it's important uh, for us to understand that that was kind of a ridiculous question to ask about whether or not he's back at work. Of course he's not back at work. He lost his two year old son. The fact that there's little information that's coming out about it makes us increasingly as a community, Skeptical. Should it may it could have been a private thing? Something could have happened. Could have been an accident. But still, given the number of children who have lost their lives, we talked about a seven-year-old, you know, crossing the street on lead and coal uh, last week, or, or excuse me, yesterday. We referenced that. Uh, there's and uh, remember this is the place where we have Omar Varela, uh, Victoria Martins, ten years old. Omar Varella, I believe, was eight years old. You might recall. Um, the uh, four-year-old uh, near the beginning of the Rona who was who was killed uh, by her father. Uh, here's here's another one. This was back in 2019. Two more people are being charged in the death of four-year-old James Dunkley Cruz. James's mother, Krista Cruz, is one of them. James Dunkley Cruz was killed back in December of 2019. Derek Marquez arrested for the death. Originally, according to police, Marquez left alone with Dunkley when he suffered fatal injuries. Court documents show that Marquez claimed he fell onto the boy, kneeing him in the chest, but documents alleged the story did not add up with the extensive injuries. On Friday, James's mother Krista and Marquez's girlfriend Pamela were indicted on child abuse charges. It comes about two years after his death and months after a lawsuit was filed against CYFD. This all from KOB Channel 4. The lawsuit claimed the tragedy could have been prevented alleging CYFD involvement since the very beginning of Dunkley Cruz's life. The lawsuit is in the discovery phase. Krista Cruz is going to be arraigned next week. Now, we're bringing up CYFD because that should be one of the lines of defense. You have neighbors, friends, family. You have the schools, which have been shut down. Uh, compound that uh, with, you know, the Albuquerque Police Department insofar as they are funded enough to take care of this and that they're not on paid sick or, excuse me, on uh, disciplinary leave. And then that line of defense, which is CYFD. And I'm going to say something here that you may not be aware of, but did you know that CYFD is currently not at full capacity? They are backlogged, and they're shutting down certain centers because they aren't up to snuff, and there's sexual and physical abuse that's going on in some of the centers that actually are community support. That's how bad it is. Think about that for a second. Are actual places that were funny to take care of these situations are actually creating as many of these situations these temporary housing centers these are the things that are taking place directly uh in our community another one new mexico couple faces charges after one year old ingests drugs fentanyl most likely right we know that that is the, the the drug that is uh out there i believe that this uh this came out this morning, is that correct? Kat?
2: Yeah, and uh, this is down in Grant County. Uh, you know, I love my rural New Mexico, but this is a very sad, sad story. I think it's in the, uh, it was the Santa Clara uh, area. Uh, they've been charged with child abuse. Deputies say their one-year-old child ingested drugs. Uh, they believe potentially uh, fentanyl. They were found, the child was found lying on the floor unresponsive. The mother, 24-year-old Rosarua, uh, stated that the child may have gotten into Oxycontin or fentanyl. May have, who knows, we don't really pay close attention to a young child. Authorities say that deputies administered Narcan, as as Murder Mike frequently reports here uh, in the Albuquerque Metro, to the one-year-old. Can you imagine a one-year-old receiving that experience? Uh, whose breathing became improved and slowly opened his eyes. He was initially taken to the Gila Regional Medical Center, then flown to a major medical facility for continued treatment. No report on what that facility is. The child remains, I hate to say this following on what Eddie just said, he remains in CYFD uh, custody pending an investigation. And as is, uh, I don't know, the case 99% of the time, the uh, father of the child, 31-year-old Gerard Chavez, is a convicted felon. And the mother, Mother of the Year 2021, has been charged with multiple felonies in the past. Uh, Not exactly father and mother of the year.
1: Drugs, child abuse. Vehicular homicide, hit and runs. Uh, you know, which, great place to be a kid, New Mexico. This is the very worst place to raise your children. But I would say, don't give up, folks. Just take care of your kids best as you can, and uh, make sure that you are absolutely. I, I guess I wouldn't fault Albuquerque mother and fathers for being helicopter parents in a community like this. Is that, is that a fair? <laughs> very thing very to good say? point. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a fair thing to say. Yeah. All right, four thirty-six back and forth. Uh, when we return, we're going to touch upon a lot more uh, here in the Kiva. Our latest uh, Tuesday Rona update coming to you right after this break.
10: We love our pets. Raw Greens carry CBD for pets. Raw Greens also carries CBD for people like you and me. Come into Raw Greens today. We're Raw Greens, your local joint on San Mateo, North of Menal, or visit us online at cbd.theplaceilike.com.
9: JJ's is your complete automotive repair center, from oil changes, brakes, alignment, air conditioning, to repairs on your engine to keep you safe on the road. JJ can do it.
11: Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. And we can service any car, light truck, or SUV. When we service your vehicle, we'll do it right.
9: Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Services on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. That's 821-5771.
7: Did someone say waffles? Quick, go to Sunnyside Up, the place to be for the Patriot waffle, strawberry banana and plain Belgian waffles. Sunnyside Up, Manala, Louisiana. And show your mobile Sunnyside Up offer, sunny.theplaceilike.com.
11: The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 806060192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192.
7: Create. Music is the great communicator on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Sometimes we just need a pick me up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com.
9: Within moments of your vehicle being taken out of your possession due to theft, other crimes are committed. Unfortunately, vehicle theft is all too common, but it can be prevented with the Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device. Revelconm.com or give us a call at 505-550-4994. Do what you love. Deliver your best. You do life, and we'll make sure you get the best back. That's how we roll. We do taxes. Liberty Tax. You do life, we do taxes.
6: The first thing I remember knowing was a lonesome whistle blowing and a youngin's dream of growing up to ride. On a freight train leaving town, not knowing where I'm bound And no one could change my mind, but Mama tried One and only rebel child, from a family meek and mild My Mama seemed to know what lay in store of all my Sunday learning, towards the bad I kept on turning Till Mama couldn't hold me anymore I turned 21 in prison, doing life without parole. No one could steer me right, but Mama tried. Mama tried. Mama tried to raise me better, but her pleading, I denied. That leaves only me to blame, because Mama tried. All oh right,
1: 442 here in the queue, a little Merle Haggard. Well, unfortunately, uh, story story <laughs> art uh, imitating life there. Uh, back in 1992... Merle Haggard filed for bankruptcy on the same day that his wife gave birth to the sixth child of him. (laughs) Haggard, uh, whose tax problems led to the filing, sold the copyrights to many of his songs to pay off the government. There you go. uh, (laughs) Mama tried. Boy, uh, is Merle still around? Uh, I think he's passed. Let me check. He had his sixth child in 1992. That must have been quite the
2: day. Uh, 2016, a, he passed away. He
1: passed away in 2016 from what? What did, uh, uh
2: straight up stress see. or, or what? Uh, I think he had cleaned up, you know, a lot of these guys, uh, <clears throat> how old was he?
1: Was he in his seventies? Uh, let's
2: see. He died at age 79. That's for a country singer. That's pretty good.
1: He, he was still making babies at, uh, 53 years of age. <laughs>
2: the hell's wrong with you, Merle? Oh, wow. Heart disease, lung cancer. He had some big ones there at the end. Well, oh, okay. how,
1: how uh you know, he's dead,
2: I guess. Yeah. Yep.
1: There it is, Merle Haggard, uh, back to Very, a very haggard lifestyle. Yes. yes, yes. <laughs> Never thought about that. A aptly. lot of life
2: in those 79 years. Yeah, <laughs> aptly named.
1: Uh, I do want to revisit the Islamic Center, uh, arson. I've got some information. I'm going to share it. Oh, I like this. It's a little bit weird. Okay. And I'm not sure. How uh, on it is, but we're going to try it, okay?
2: We've got about you know. thirty stories in the queue, Eddie, about race da- down the down the page there. But I, I mean, know. There's just, I mean, there's so much just utter silliness all over the country yeah. regarding wokeness and race.
1: Well, the uh, the uh, just as a preface to that, um, the Islamic Center, according to a report from KOB Channel Four on Sunday, stated that they are thanking the community for taking action. I mean, they made a big old song and dance about this, and uh, well. There is an Islamic connection from my standpoint that we have discovered, and we're going to try and look because the reason why the woman visited the Islamic Center, she might have been reported missing. She might be a missing person, and on top of that, her father, her father might be a member of that Islamic Center of New Mexico. So we're going to try and uh, delve deeper into all this. This may have been... Uh, a little retribution, uh, which we're going to, uh, you know, hey, I don't like the way that you treat other women. You know, my father's jet-setting around the world. He's, Interesting. Uh, here's how I'm going to get back at him. I'm going to set fire and let him know, you know, sort of screaming for uh attention. But let's do a Rona update, uh, shall we? Five fifty, fifty five hundred. Kroger, you might know them as, uh, I think they're one of the companies that's associated, I think, with
2: Smiths. I think they own both Smiths and Albertson. Albertson. Yeah, so uh, I'm... Uh,
1: I'm a fan of the Ghetto Smiths. That's the uh, word. If, if, you, if you look up Ghetto Smiths, Dow, do it again. <laughs> I, I love it. Smiths. Just All you have to do is just Google search it. G H E T T Ghetto Smiths. And it literally will finish the word out for you. It's been Googled so much. And then it's the Ghetto Smiths. That's what they call it. The Smiths Grocery Store. Uh, on, on coal? Cole. On coal. That's all you have to write, yep. Ghetto Smiths. Just go to Ghetto Smiths. That's what they should
2: name Multiple it. Multiple hits in the search. <laughs> it's all Ghetto Smiths, uh,
1: top to bottom. My uh, uncle back in the uh, 80s, early 90s, used to run that store. So uh, there you go. It's nice when your your store is so branded, like you could call it something else that's derogatory and people are like, yeah, I'm just going to Ghetto Smiths. It's like it's no longer a problem, just something else that you uh, live with. But Kroger strips paid emergency leave jacks up health insurance premiums for its unvaccinated employees. This might prevent, this this might pull me out of Ghetto Smith. This is the nation's largest traditional grocery chain. It announced a policy change aimed at compelling its employees. Compelling. I wish it was just compelling. Driving them to get vaccinated against COVID-19. No longer providing two weeks of paid emergency leave to the unvaccinated employees who became infected. On Tuesday, after viewing company memo, the paper noted that Kroger also plans to add $50 monthly surcharge. Where else did we hear that? Las Vegas, Nevada. The unions. What are they going to do? They're going to charge every state employee an additional $55. $55. Kroger employs a half a million people, ladies and gentlemen. A half a million people. 10 million of you guys shop at Kroger, Smiths, etc. every single day. So here they are. They're going to uh, take the buyback better, and you might want to, if you're a conservative, move away from Smith's altogether. This might be your chance to say, hey, I'm not going to go there, and I think I'm going to go. I'm just going to have to find a different place to get my – I only buy a couple of items. I get my uh, banana uh, granola yogurt, uh, my, my banana granola, and then my uh, yogurt, uh, which is that Greek god's honey almond uh, yogurt that I get. It's about the only thing I really – buy and some some other things. So I'm going to have to find a different. I'm going to have to go down back back to
2: Lowe's. It's a little bit
1: of a further trip, but uh, I think it's,
2: uh, it's worth it. For yeah, it. and for anybody outside our listening area, uh, Kroger does own Smiths. I was wrong about Albertsons, but Kroger has many many chains. So I'm going to run down uh, just some of these chains you might want to be <coughs> boycotting if you yep. live in different parts of the country. Uh, Vitacost. These these are either grocery stores or or, or pharmacies. Uh, Vitacost Smiths roundies I don't know where that is uh, Ralph's I know in California Ralph's is a big is a big thing uh, Mariano's QFC uh, King Supers fries and Dillon's. so uh, those are all within the Kroger family that uh, has being impacted by another unreasonable Rona panic policy now, I do know
1: fries because of Arizona and of course uh, uh, Nevada right uh, mm-hmm. Nevada yep. has fries so uh, you'll see those in the southwest I think I think they uh, just changed the name and make it all the same thing for the most part. I think they even used the same commercials. Oh, wow. Market to market, and then they just changed the uh, graphic on front. Uh, some good news happened today. Yes, Andrew Cuomo is going to have to return $5.1 <laughs> million from his book deal. In fact, the state's watchdog panel, the Joint Commission on Public Ethics, demanded. That he returned the $5.1 million. So you have Cuomo getting kicked off of, you know, uh, resigning his position as governor. Then you have his brother resigning his position there. Got rid of his, uh, uh, uh Sirius XM. Returned his, uh, got kicked off of uh, his, uh, book deal, yep. which was, uh, uh Mario, the, the little one, whatever, the, the CNN Cuomo. Credo. Yeah. yeah. And now you've got a return of $5.1 million. There <laughs> it is. David McNamara, state Republican. Appointment to the panel said Cuomo now lacks the legal authority to engage in outside activity and receive any compensation in regard to books because of the committee's rescinded approval of the situation. It also found that any book profits should be forfeited to New York Attorney General Letitia James, by the way, who backed out of the uh, New York run for governor, you might remember. She ran because she wanted to go after Donald Trump and became Attorney General for that very reason. Her office will then decide where the profits should be distributed. A little turn of foot there. Going after Donald Trump, and then you know the would-be, could-be presidential candidate in uh, Cuomo. Now she's going after him, and uh, a nice little take there. Five point one million dollars. I had no idea that he had uh, made that much of a profit. Much different than the uh, New Jersey governor, uh, Chris Christie, in his first week alone. This is the guy who wanted to take over the Republican Party. He sold twenty-four hundred. <laughs> 2,400 books. Wow. By the way, that whole entire, and here's how it relates to the Rona, that entire thing was about how he handled the Rona. Do you remember? American crisis. Yes. Leadership lessons from the COVID-19 pandemic.
2: <laughs> remember the Cuomo-sexuals? Remember uh, Cuomo oh, yeah. was going to boot uh, Biden off the ticket? This is when the Democrats were nominating their guy against Trump, and they thought, "Well, oh, we really picked a loser. America worships uh, Andrew Cuomo. Let's go with him. Boy, it's a whole lot different scenario about a year and a half later, isn't it? Not good. What difference a year
1: makes? right? Uh, right, let's head on up to Santa Fe, shall we? 12% of Santa Fe County's 774 employees failed to submit proof of vaccination. We we're waiting for this news. Remember, the deadline was last Friday. Under a new policy requiring all workers to be fully inoculated. But not all 91 of them face immediate termination. Here's what's happening. And we told you, hold on. Hold on until the very end. Wait for the vax. So you don't have to take it because the information that's going to come out is going to mandate that you don't have to take it. It's going to be a choice. All requests for medical or religious exemptions to the vaccination are still under review. All right. Last week, the Santa Fe County Sheriff's Office was preparing for potential loss of around 26 deputies. As of Saturday morning, 19 employees in the office, including administrative civilian personnel, had not submitted their proof of vaccination. Adon Mendoza said three deputies unequivocally failed to meet the compliance deadline. Five of the 19 vaccinated workers in his office, submitted exemption requests. One was a civilian, the rest are on military and medical leave. Three resigned prior to the policy taking effect. Now, those three people who resigned, they're going to wish that they didn't do it. It's better to be terminated and get your, and get reinstated. If you resigned, I don't know that you will qualify for the unemployment. If they resigned, they likely probably did it, beating their chest, heading on out and say, hey, I can get a job somewhere else, or I'm just going to go ahead and leave the state. Can you believe with crime as bad as it is, in Santa Fe and Albuquerque, that they're forcing this forced inoculation, this forced vaccination. Yep. The sheriff's office is budgeted for a 100 deputies and now has 10 vacant positions currently. With some deputies on leave, the agency only has 82. One four-fifths that are active, one-fifth that is inactive. 550, 5,500, also up in Santa Fe. Two Santa Fe bus drivers die of coronavirus. Others sickened. Yep, that's the Santa Fe Trails bus system. We only have the uh, medical community to trust as to whether or not they truly died of uh, coronavirus. Thomas Martinez, operations director for the bus system, declined to name the names of the drivers. This out of the Santa Fe, New Mexican. And more details other than both men were had been working quite a few years for the service. Third driver hospitalized. Martinez said several other bus drivers, perhaps up to eight, tested positive for the disease, but have cycled through and have started returning to work. According to the bus system's website, Buses are clean, disinfected on a regular basis, and at the end of the workday, vehicles are swept, mopped, and wiped down with disinfectant sprays and high-touch areas with a foam disinfectant on seats, according to the website. What might be interesting for the families of these two bus drivers is they might actually have a lawsuit on their hands. Hmm. Why not sue for the these, yeah, uh, Santa Fe? Why not sue the, the, the Santa Fe? And that's what you do. If you're going to make money here in the city of Albuquerque in the state of New Mexico and even in Santa Fe... What do you do? You sue people. That's what you do. Finally, COVID. The website crashes as thousands try to book boosters. I think right now we currently have about 3,500 boosters uh, available here. We're not going to get it despite the fact that we have our first Omicron. Those boosters are not going to prevent Omicron or even reduce it at this point. And remember, this is not a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Here's what's happening across the pond. Certainly going to come to you uh, come the beginning of the year. More than half a million people booked their booster jab Monday. It comes as the Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, said boosters would be offered to over 18 by the end of the year. Instead, the entire system crashed. Sajid Javid, yes, Health Secretary, told the Commons that there was no shortage of actual tests, but the limiting factor was the ability to deliver them because of the huge, hugely increased demand. The National, um, the NHS confirmed 750,000 people were able to book the booster appointment over the weekend, and uh, they were basically crashing right after that. The U.K. Security Agency, the 10 people aged between 18 and 85, had been hospitalized with the new variant Omicron in England, which has got to be, when you look at the total scale of England, pretty nominal doubt
2: who's who's helping out in the uk uh I'll thank my sister for sending me this article uh new arrangements are being reached with other delivery companies to deal with this supply shortage in the uk and one of those companies uh, profiting from this distribution is uh you guessed it Amazon ah there you go Just in the rich get richer yeah, I, believe,
1: I believe today or tomorrow is the last day
2: if you are ordering
1: your christmas gifts uh oh, the guaranteed. Amazon. yeah I think the guaranteed I think is you know today is the ten days five fifty 500. fifty five hundred that's five fifty fifty five hundred Lots of texts uh, coming in. We'll use those to uh, round out the uh, hour. By the way, I can only hear out of one ear. We're still working through our board, but I think think uh, it's a lot better. Um, let's see. What is this? Oh, no. Found out last night that my local Circle K girl died from COVID. I haven't found out all the details yet, but I will probably uh, be vented to the death without being treated properly. Prayers for little Sam. That's the message I got last night. I saw her a few weeks ago. These idiots wouldn't give her hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin. They're criminal. i let you know when I get the full details on it. I personally know six dead and two strokes now uh, from not being treated. Um, wow. Uh, Eddie, I bet those bus drivers were forced to get backs, then got COVID. We don't know that. We never get that detail. Nope. Uh, we do know that the guy who died, who is was the, the very famous athlete uh, in Roswell, if you could look that up, he had a heart attack. He was coach of the football team. Uh, he played uh, professional baseball, I believe, with the Chicago Cubs. We do know that he had just received the vaccination, uh, and he died of a heart attack uh, after. Uh, Roswell, New Mexico. I'm sure you'll Mickey Reeves. Yeah, Mickey Reeves. He had just received the vaccination not a week before. Uh, Smith's employees should file suit. Smith violating the Nuremberg Code, coercing and discrimination of the unvax. Title Seven, Civil Rights Act, two experimental shots. Uh, Eddie already stopped shopping at Smith's earlier this year when after a tiny tyrant removed the mask mandate, I went in without a mask, and was told by assistant manager that I needed to put on a mask. I told him that the mandate had been removed and he said that the company had not changed their own policy. He told me they would not check me out and I either had to put on a mask or leave. So I left. If that's the kind of uh, situation you have at Smith's, no need to shop there. City market too, Southern Colorado. I guess they're uh, doing it. Uh, Kroger owns Smith's, but Albertsons is an independent company on its yep. own. Yep, we corrected that immediately. So, uh, there you go. Uh, Merle Hager, he's dead. Okay. Uh, one of the most addictive and toxic drugs out in the hands of the mentally unstable people in Albuquerque is fentanyl. Here it is, the chemical product and company information from fentanyl, fentanyl citrate injection. And uh, uh, here's a, a complete stat sheet on it. I won't be able to go through that. The the hag, turn it up. No, people love uh, Merle Hager idea that happened. Eddie, I haven't forgotten about hot sauce for you and Dowd. Bottle for each of you at work. Just been difficult to get over there and drop it off. Working so much, I only get 30. I'll get there at some point to drop off the hot sauce. Great hot sauce.
2: Excellent. Sauce and if that uh, confectioner out there wants to do a little more of that uh, Bailey's Irish cream fudge, um, I, I won't object to that. <clears throat> uh, Eddie, you sound much, much better
1: Dowd too tonight. And uh, Murder Mike will be uh, ready at uh, 5.30. More to come. Uh, I know that... Uh, we barely touched upon uh, the uh, Rudolph thing that I know that we want to do in third hour. We've got to get to Maxwell on trial tomorrow on German television. I'll have the details and hopefully I'll be able to find a link. My uh, interview about what happened over at Zorro Ranch is going to be on German. It won't be found here. You can't find it almost anywhere else, but it will be on uh,
2: German television. I'm
1: sure you're excited to see or hear about that, right?
2: Um, I will have to uh, send it to my uh, 17-year-old nephew who has attended a Waldorf school. And uh, I I don't know if he's fluent in German, but he knows a lot more German than I do. There you go.
1: All right, back after the uh, top of the hour news right here in the Kiva. As always, you're welcome to text in, call in, as long as I'm paying attention to the board. 550-5500, that's 550-5500, the ETA on the new board, by the way, so we can get everything uh, nice and taken care of. Is going to be the first week in January. So we'll be sort of hanging out in uh, this form until further notice. Thanks everybody for tuning in and stay tuned for hour two up next. Well, it's
3: all.
12: Waiting for
13: someone to tell you everything Sit around and wonder what tomorrow will is- be
1: This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA, Albuquerque.
0: USA Radio
8: News with Tim Berg. Kentucky Democrat Governor Andy Bashir is giving an update on the cleanup efforts in his state after tornadoes tore communities apart and damaged buildings. He touts the efforts to remove the debris from the hardest hit areas. It feels pretty good to not just be pushing this stuff out of the way, but to be loading it up and taking it out of town. Um, there's something therapeutic about taking that chaos and destruction and death um, and getting it out of some of those areas. At least 88 people died across multiple states from severe weather, with 74 of them in Kentucky. Over 100 people are still unaccounted for in Kentucky. 3% of U.S. COVID cases are involving the Omicron variant, according to the CDC, but no deaths have been related to it. This is USA Radio News.
0: America is built and based on liberties and freedoms. Liberty HealthShare brings that to healthcare: The liberty of choosing your own doctor. The liberty of choosing your own hospital. Liberty HealthShare makes healthcare affordable to millions of Americans. Ignite your liberty. Sharing plans starting at $199 for a single, $399 for a couple, and no matter how big the family, only $529. That's $529 for the entire family. To learn how you can save, go to LightYourLiberty.com. That's lightyourliberty.com
9: you may be into
3: punk rock soft rock or classic rock r&b hip-hop or house country techno or techno country
9: but no matter what kind of music you listen to here's something else you should hear please consider getting vaccinated Talk to your pharmacist today about Comirnaty, COVID-19 vaccine mRNA. This message brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer.
8: The Senate is set to vote this week on the National Defense Authorization Act to fund the military. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell from Kentucky on the Senate floor commends lawmakers for coming together to strengthen the U.S. military.
14: After months of delay, our colleagues have an opportunity begin showing that america is serious about keeping pace with adversaries like russia who have spent decades modernizing their militaries with a singular focus on countering our military advantage
8: the senator also calling for the united states to provide aid to ukraine as tens of thousands of russian troops mobilize on that country's borders the november producer price index or ppi jumped a whopping 9.6 percent year over year Meantime, the PPI rose eight-tenths of a percent last month. Surging prices for gas, food, iron, and steel were among the main drivers. USA Radio News. Tragedy strikes as the crisis on the U.S.-Mexico border continues.
14: President Biden's open border policy has cost two more Americans their lives. A 59-year-old mother and her 21-year-old daughter were killed when an 18-year-old smuggler slammed into their car at a four-way stop doing 70 miles an hour while running from police. Six illegal immigrants and the driver were arrested Saturday in Mission, Texas. Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick on Fox News.
11: This uh, hit me to my core. Last Saturday morning at 1130, Carmen Sosa and Viery Viana, mother and daughter, 59 and 21, were sitting in the car to stop sign. Little did they know that the minutes before, some wild, crazy smuggler, was racing through stop signs and red lights in the town of Mission, right on the border. Did I see any comment from the White House? Did I see a condolence and, and prayers from either Biden or Kamala Harris from Mayorkas? No, nothing. They don't care about American lives. The blood is on the hands of the president.
14: From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. Kroger is eliminating some COVID-19 benefits
8: for unvaccinated employees beginning next year. This comes as the grocery store is pushing to get more workers vaccinated as concerns over the omicron variant rise Kroger will stop providing unpaid covid leave for unvaccinated employees and will set a $50 a month surcharge to non-union salary workers who haven't received the shots For USA radio Uno, cuatro, 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 tres, tres, cuatro,
0: Albuquerque's Mac
1: the 5. I am at Aragon, the Rock and Talk on the Institute at Now we I'm coming at you here on this Tuesday, December the 14th. And glad to be here with uh, you and yours. As you guys are wrapping up uh, your shopping, however you're doing that. A lot of people getting the Let's Go Brandon uh, wrapping paper, you know, letting, them, letting uh, families know uh, where they stand on uh, 2021 going into 2022. So, uh there you go. Uh, D-Dowd Muska. Uh, I think we're going to jump into race. Huh? And I think uh, we're going to go in that direction. Let me read off a couple of the leftover texts from uh, hour number one. Bottom of the hour going directly to Murder Mike. Don't forget, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, until the beginning of the year, we'll have uh, Rudy Grande getting back into the swing of things uh, with stuff. Uh, here we go uh, with his traffic reports at 1530 and 45 Wednesday, Thursday, Friday until the end of the year. Hi, Eddie. Just uh, let's see. Not all Smiths insist you wear a mask, Eddie. However, I will change to Albertsons if they're going to start penalizing their unjabbed employees. I think that's who you're standing up for, right? Um, what's happening right now with Indian National Labs, Los Alamos National Labs, continue to keep the faith, folks. Uh, hold it off. Hold off until the end. Uh, Eddie, follow the science, not the Fauci. I like that. Uh, Israel's study of almost 6 million people proves that mRNA vax is less effective than natural immunity. We knew that. Uh, that's that's what we covered yesterday. We talked about, uh, uh, natural immunity. I think we went into, uh, you know, a pretty deep dive on the, uh, Rona Hell, uh, that the power of natural immunity, the Switzerland study, if I'm not mistaken, uh, right down. Mm, yep. Uh, those infected with COVID had natural immunity for about a year. Those VAX had protection for about two to three months on people over 60 years old did even better than their younger VAX counterparts. The government's medical tyranny, driven by fake news media messaging, is starting to unravel. I think it's fully unraveled. We're just, They're just catching up right now. This will only end when the people says it ends. Remember, this ends when we all say no. Tom checks in. He says, uh, Eddie, I, I shop at Smith's all the time and have never worn a mask. I've been challenged a time or two, but just disregard them. They haven't asked me to leave yet. Well, given what they're doing to their employees, maybe stand up uh, for them. Uh, Eddie, there was also a seven-year-old Michael Betts Jr. shot and killed at a ton of ranch in June of 2020. Still nothing on that or why or how. So uh, there we go. The leftover text from uh, hour number one. As always, we appreciate that uh, your text, your input, 550-5500. 500. That's 550-5500. All right. Let's get to this walk walk-a-shop parade. All right. Now, the New York Post is probably the only one right now who seems to be covering this. Besides maybe Breitbart, but the New York Post, you know, Alexander Hamilton's old rag, still thrives even today. It's probably one of the most enjoyable uh, online uh, places that I go. And but but, but not, at-
2: but not merely a tabloid uh, joke. I mean, they had the Hunter Biden. They had the not. Hunter Biden story. So uh, I just, I recently, Eddie watched that great documentary about the National Enquirer and and how. A paper, a news outlet, can be considered a joke by a lot of people, but it also doesn't mean that doesn't mean that it's wrong all the time. Sometimes these outlets land some major scoops.
1: They do, and uh, this is out of Waukesha, Wisconsin, talking about Sharon Millard, sixty-seven years of age. Daryl Brooks, the online rantings, ravings, the anti-white tirades he's going on, and you see this uh, happening with a lot of people uh, right now. They are feeling justified because of. Uh, Black Lives Matter, etc. Now, Millard told the Post that no one ever saw him coming. This is Daryl Brooks in his car plowing through the town of Waukesha, killing six people, including eight-year-old Jackson Sparks and a number of other people as well. Young kids. He was going so fast, there's no way we could have seen him coming. All I knew is I saw Jenny fly up in the air and land right in front of me. Here's Brooks, 39 years old, career criminal, registered sex offender, amateur rapper, oh, is that somehow uh, racist, I'm sure, North Milwaukee with a rap sheet going back to 1999. He punched his mother of his own child in the face just last month before this, drove over her a week before, left tire marks on her leg, and despite the severity of that crime, he was released on five days before Waukesha Rampage on a cash bail of just $1,000 set by the very liberal, very woke Milwaukee County prosecutor. He bounced between his mom's house in a rough area on Milwaukee's north side and those of various girlfriends, one 20 miles away in Waukesha. When staying with his mom, he frequented neighborhood hangouts, including the Teutonia Liquors on Capitol Drive, J.J. Fish and Chicken, And the rundown Big Man's Place Bar, where the owners peer out from locked doors and cheap surveillance cameras before letting customers inside. See, you guys are finally getting the straight skinny. This is who Daryl Brooks is. He's everything that you stereotypically may have been able to think that he would be, but no longer because it's not PC, not politically correct. Or you're being racist if he happens to go to any of these types of screenshots of his Facebook page. Under his this is great. Under his uh alias, Mass Boy Fly. Um, this is how you spell boy, apparently, BOI, mass boy fly, his rapper handled, were deleted right after the parade murders. He showed that he had praised Hitler, backed Black Lives Matter, and called for violence against white people, including I think he killed eight, not six, but uh, there you go. His case has now become a cause. None of the mainstream media, which is uh, slammed for initially saying the deadly attack was caused by a car that drove into the parade, but by an increasing chorus of influential podcasters like Joe Rogan and online pundits who claim Brooks and his victims in Waukesha have been swept under the carpet by the press because it doesn't fit their agenda. Now, take us to the
2: part two. Yeah, um, this is uh, <laughs> this is some loaded stuff. Uh, I'm going to actually scan down a little bit and and read a quest- uh, read the comment from. Uh, state representative, uh, a Republican uh, up there uh, in that uh, northern Midwest cold co- part of our country. We've got six people dead, and I, Eddie, I think it is six. I think it was uh, – okay. the, the, uh, uh, there was initially five, and then a sixth, I think a younger person died later. Uh, and teenagers so badly injured that they will have to learn to walk again at Christmas. State Representative Cindy Duchow, uh, a Waukesha resident and a Republican, told the New York Post, and here – and look, folks, just sit down for this one because you can't hear this in America – Today, uh, Wait, this is an elected and, and official this is an elected official. You're about to hear from an elected official. <laughs> and I'm going to go crossing so,
1: the threshold. Here we are.
2: And uh, again, this is not my words. Quote, because this was a black guy who did it, the media doesn't want to cover it. They were all over the Rittenhouse case because that kid was white. Race doesn't matter to us here, but the media makes everything about race. Shots fired.
1: Is that really shots fired, though? Because all that is just facts, folks. Let me say it if it's it's me. Because this was a black guy who did it, the media doesn't want to cover it. This is what you would expect to hear from me. They're all over the Rittenhouse case because the kid was white. Race doesn't matter us here, but the media makes everything about race. Doesn't sound like much coming from a Hispanic guy. These people have incited a race war, and they're getting into mentally deficient people. But unfortunately, in this particular case, he might not be brought to justice because they're going to say, well, Kyle Rittenhouse, right, eye for an eye, killed these people, even though none of them were black, right? None of them. Rittenhouse killed a uh, pedophile, and he also killed, uh, what was the other one? Uh, anyway. An arsonist? <laughs> uh, maybe an arsonist, yeah. Both white. Both white, okay? But then you have Daryl Brooks mowing through a bunch of white people and you better, you best not even think about even saying the word racist or racially motivated. Chris Kapenga was so disgusted by the low bail, he began a campaign to oust Chisholm. Okay, now this the is the, uh, the the district attorney, the Milwaukee County District Attorney. Okay, on December sixth, by sending a letter to Governor Tony Evers, is uh, Evers a Democrat? Yes. The left was so sympathetic to Kyle Rittenhouse victims but they're not saying a word about the victims here. It's not fitting the narrative. The reality is that this person is pure evil, racist, and left soft on crime policies are blowing up in their face, but they want to ignore it and hope it goes away. Meanwhile, the parents of the eight year old boy killed at the parade are having to face their first Christmas oh, without. Them. Oh. That's where we are in this America. Now on the way home, Dowd, uh, had to flip some channels, I guess, was checking out the, uh, NPR and he found something, uh, Pretty interesting. Something that isn't fitting the narrative, I think, for a lot of black families. Mm-hmm. Okay, because they're being told, "Well, you got to go ahead and have the transgender bathroom. We got to go back to 1619 uh, theory. We got to rewrite the history books. We got to do all these things." What you're finding now from NPR reporting on this could this, could this actually be NPR? Have we have they flipped a script over there? <laughs> this story out of Birmingham, Alabama, did Jack let me just, uh, can you say this name? Dida Kj. D-I-D-A-K-E-J-E. Dida Kj Griffin, where do we get these names? Dida Kj Griffin, Absidy, right? <laughs> remember remember Absidy. In Birmingham, Alabama is one of the people who's decided to homeschool her children. She and her husband realized the kids wouldn't be going back to public school in March 2020. They knew how they had to go ahead and make a change. They celebrate, uh, according to this, they celebrate Juneteenth, more than July the 4th. They have discussions about Black Lives Matter, and they talk about critical race theory with their children. Ages 11 and 8, Griffin sees homeschooling as a way to protect her children. So really, this is uh, splitting apart entire societies now. We, uh, we want to celebrate what we have, and until we get what we want out of the public school system, right, they're not going to send their kids back into the public school system. When the public school system is literally rolling out the red carpet for black families yeah. and, and only black families and only Native American families at this point, right? They're doing everything they possibly can to roll it out to make it politically correct. And, and in fact, you know, if you talk to some black people, as I have many, many of them, um, they will sometimes claim racism where no racism exists. They actually go out looking for racism. They expect to see it. They expect to find it. Well, if you seek, you shall certainly find. Or you can see racism in anything without actually confronting the people that you ostensibly think that are racist towards you. There's no racism that's going on in the public schools. In black households, homeschooling can be its own unique form of activism and resistance. Will this help everybody else? Will this help white households? Hispanic households who are also considered white. Will it help them have the money follow the student? Well, if black people jump on top of this, what do we know? We know that this is going to probably take flight, unfortunately. Okay? Well, I should say fortunately. <laughs> That's not unfortunately. We do like money following the students. Uh, interesting that you were listening to NPR there, Dad. What else did you learn about the Griffins?
2: Uh Yeah, well, I mean, listen, I... I read and I listen to everything because uh, one of the worst things you can do is, is dwell in your own bubble. Uh, you know, we never just think of those people at the Javits Center in New York City on uh, was it early November 2016, waiting for the Empress Clinton to come out, uh, expecting her landslide. Uh, we now have pictures of all and video of all those people weeping and and looking very mopey. They lived in their own bubble. They didn't see the Trump train coming in 2016, so it's important. You've got to, you know, listen to the enemy or or just listen to weird stuff. I listen to crazy stuff, Nordic uh, supremacists. I listen to Iranian propaganda videos. I just I listen and watch everything because it's just wild to just just learn about the world. It's not just our own little conservative world or, or libertarian world. Don't don't be in a silo. Don't be in a bubble. And I do listen to NPR on uh, frequently because I'm paying for it, ladies and gentlemen, and so are you. I know Ray Kroc's wife gave them $500 million, but I believe they have funding sources also from the taxpayer. All right. In black households, as Eddie said, uh, homeschooling can be its own unique form of activism and resistance. This is a report uh, from NPR. You're you're, you're paying for this. Cheryl Field Smith, professor at the University of Georgia, government employee. She studies uh, black homeschooling and its cultural significance she said that homeschooling is a way to combat educational racism which comes in just so many forms in America. Educational racism comes in so many forms Uh, quote we all know that there are structures and policies and practices within our traditional schools that can be damaging to students of color Black students, in particular, and of course, this being NPR, uh, the wow. B in black, of course, is uh, is capitalized. And, and and get this this is what we hear uh, so often the, uh, how racism expresses itself in our, our government schools. School discipline is one of them. Data from a 2014 study. Oh, from, not treated equally. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, by the U.S. Department of Education Office for Civil Rights showed that black students were suspended at three times oh, the rate of, of, of white course. students and were more likely to be reprimanded. A 2015 study from the Association for Psychological Science <laughs> found that black students are more likely to be labeled troublemakers by teachers. Well, maybe uh, you shouldn't focus so much on the race as you should focus on the home situation because we know that with an over seventy percent illegitimacy rate in the black community, it's very, very hard to raise disciplined, hardworking, you know uh, intellectually curious children of any skin color uh if mommy's raising alone in a violent and um you know anti child community. Like so many places in New Mexico. Uh these statistics can make parents and caretakers of black children distrust the education system. Uh the idea of white supremacy and the inferiority of black people lingers today, according to the uh, University of Georgia professor professor. We are overcoming racism through homeschooling. I don't think white people can say that incredible but well, one of the
1: largest black cities in the country uh houston houston texas uh next to a bunch of, i think what is houston about 30 uh, percent black i would say mm-hmm, okay. uh, r- roughly uh i think is what it is uh, 25 to 30 percent black a large uh, population moved from new orleans uh for uh after the Katrina. right yeah so you had about uh i don't know 15 16 years ago i think of the uh largest uh, cities in america i think besides detroit Uh, I know it is Houston is uh, one of the top Atlanta, Houston, Detroit, Philadelphia.
2: Um,
1: would be the other one. I know there's one more that's probably, Oh, a 23% in Houston,
2: 23, 45 Hispanic. So pretty, pretty, uh, pretty diverse place.
1: Yeah, Pretty diverse place. So here's what's happening
2: in Houston. Okay.
1: And this is the pushback that you're going to get. The more you try to cram this down, our throat, the more you try to go ahead and push on the political correctness, if you make this about race, you're going to have the anti-critical race theory candidates starting to win. And this is what's happening in Houston. According to the Houston Chronicle, two conservative candidates running for the Houston Independent School District Board ousted Democrats in runoff elections this past Saturday. A local pastor named Kendall Baker edged out incumbent, Holly Maria Flynn Villaseca, and another a former parent-teacher organization, Bridget Wade pulled off a victory against and sung. Every single on the nine member board had previously been filled by a progressive, and they are pushing back. Hopefully, we'll be able to do uh, some of that here. We now have two of seven. I think we have Peggy Mueller, Aragon, and, uh, Miss Jackson, uh, who just won, I believe, what I think it was in, in District 7. This is what, this is the pushback they're going to continue to see, and maybe it does have to get even worse. It has to get even worse for us to push back, uh, even harder because we're getting tired of the race. Uh, and racism being jammed down our throats. Now, it doesn't help that there's things like a white nationalist bizarre rally happening in downtown D.C. Now, this was interesting. A <laughs> hundred members of something called the Patriot Fund. And I don't know sometimes that this isn't some level of like a, a controlled opposition, a very small group to say that, hey, white uh, racism still exists. Many of these people, as we've seen, white supremacists in the past, they've been flaming liberals trying to stir the pot to say, hey, look at these guys. And they go in mass disguise. All these guys were in complete and total disguise, uh, in total mass. So they were 100% uh, disguised. This happened last Saturday evening. They had American flags, American flags. Yes, that's now racist. Racist, Menacing plastic, plastic shields while marching to the beat of a snare drum. Menacing. You know that this report is from a liberal rag that's an MSN. But after chanting aggressively about their plans to reclaim America, their intended show have forestalled when they lost their ride. While well, the group had marched through the city with threatening chants about their plan to reclaim, by the end of the night, it was not even clear how they intended to reclaim their own U-Haul. <laughs> More than 100 members of the Patriot Front Group held just blocks from the White House, sparked fear among many bystanders, and immediately attracted the attention of law enforcement, who shadowed the group to apparently prevent any clashes from erupting. Now, what what they're going to do is they're going to leverage and use this in in, in liberal media to say, hey... White supremacy is still out there. These guys couldn't even get organized, ladies and gentlemen. They couldn't even get organized to get anything uh, like this happen. Now, you're going to continue to see, I think, the escalating race war. I don't think there's any discussion about that. It seems to be only moving forward uh, at this point. The White House is doing what it's doing. We had the, uh, uh, what, what is it, uh, Jesse Smol- Juicy Smollet, uh come out uh he is not going he was even though he was convicted on 5 of 6 he's not going to serve any time i believe that he's going to have to you know pay some sort of um, you know restitution uh for what he's done but by and large it doesn't do any damage at all to the black lives matter narrative seemingly even in the fake or the faux hate crimes uh, that are happening there's no real pushback there really is no pushback against this except in Small local communities where you can make a difference, particularly school boards, particularly I don't know neighborhoods. Now, one of uh, my favorite senators, Josh Hawley. I think that you might like him too, Dow, to a certain degree. <laughs> You're not a big fan of him.
2: All right. Well, I, yeah. I like him. I got to find he... out more about where he stands on foreign policy. See if he's one of these guys or not. Because if he's a neocon, he's right. out. are we
1: even going to be having foreign policy anymore by the time we're going to have walls around every single? Uh, country at this point, preventing you from traveling because of COVID.
2: Well, that and r- we have to have maybe race-based foreign policy, like the United States position on Iran is different for black Americans as it is for white Americans, as it is for Native Americans, right? Because we've got to divide everything up. So we- maybe we'll have multiple foreign policies, right? Because you are your group in America now, right? You can't think for yourself. So
1: Now, uh, Josh Hawley is identifying this stuff uh, economically. He went after the Black Lives Matter sponsors for pro- promoting this Black uh, Christmas. Is that still being promoted on Twitter? I think that it is. Hmm. He said that companies are hoping to appear progressive by supporting far-left groups such as Black Lives Matter. He argued that corporations are becoming increasingly anti-American. How? Well, because BLM provides for them a certain amount of credibility, and that forces them to boycott even American-owned businesses. They aren't actually serious about doing anything helping American workers because they won't buy anything that's owned by white Americans. And that's exactly what they're going to do until American consumers say no. And I think you're seeing the American voters questioning these things. Now, I don't know that the black Christmas has really caught fire uh, here in 2022. I, I have not uh, heard that much about it. And finally, Tulsi Gabbard says, Jesse Smollett spit in the face of real victims of bigotry and should receive the maximum sentence as a warning for future hoaxers. Now, you know as well as I do, in the city of Chicago, that just isn't going to happen. I don't think very much is going to happen to Jesse Smollett that hasn't already happened. He was found guilty by a jury of his peers, not been sentenced. His lies are in the slap of face, slap in the face, she says, of actual victims of bigotry. He should be sentenced to the fullest extent of the law. So a felony disorderly conduct for faking a hate crime against himself. Uh, finally, uh, a lot of people are saying that he's being put behind bars. He will not serve any time behind bars whatsoever, much like the uh, man who burned down the Christmas tree at Fox Plaza isn't going to serve any uh, uh, time for what he did, even though he caused $500,000 in damages. So there she goes. Is Tulsi going to make the leap back to the right side? We know Jacob Candelaria has uh, left the plantation. I think he even uh, wrote Let's Go Brandon. I
2: I saw that headline this morning. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. The more time you spend with Michelle and Grisham, the more uh, right wing you become.
1: <laughs> yeah, other things, uh, some other headlines that we had, I think we talked about this last week. Minneapolis mayor, city council vote to refund the police. We addressed that. Uh, Trump followers are not hesitant to use guns. They continue to try to put that on that. These are all things that we uh, touched upon over race over the last week. Some minority groups are so small in New Mexico that they feel left out of the process. That no uh, doubt uh, pushed by the liberal RAG, the Santa Fe New Mexican. Oh, and this was very interesting. I included this uh, for a very specific reason, Doug, mm-hmm. because they wanted to make such a big deal about the crossover of black Americans into rodeo. Right. I mean, how often do you hear about, uh, I don't know, the crossover of uh, white Americans into, I don't know, uh, rap or, sure. uh, you know, are we really ta- So this is out of Las Vegas. It's talking about a guy by the name of Shad Mayfield. He spent a part of his time during the national finals rodeo showing youngsters how to rope a calf and climb horses. What, you never seen a black cowboy? That's what winning a championship does, which is what Mayfield accomplished as a 20-year-old last year in a tied-down roping. I gotta, I I gotta ask, okay, because this is a, a kid of all places from Clovis, New Mexico. Yep. Okay. Doesn't it denigrate him as a rodeo guy when you start classifying him by his race? Yep. His skill, everything else. Do you think he wants to be seen as a cowboy? (laughs) <laughs> or do you think though he wants to be seen? Oh, is a black. Uh, I want to Oh, they're a black
2: cowboy. He wants to be seen as a as a tough competitor in this in, in this sport. I guess if you, if you call it a sport, and this gives the lie, Eddie, to this false notion that you hear primarily from feminists, but you also hear it from uh, BIPOC. Uh, I never saw anybody doing what I was interested in growing up. Therefore, I can't go do it. Right uh you think Clovis is a real uh strong black community in Clovis, New Mexico. You think black folks really in general in America are really into rodeo roping this one, young 20 year old what looks to be a very impressive young man uh went out and pursued this, and he's doing really, really wonderful on the circuit so you know part of me is just overjoyed by seeing this, but as Eddie says, the other part of me is it's a denigration of him by focusing more on his race than his individuality and uh, uh I don't know I didn't really grow up seeing libertarian policy analysts and writers in my life, and somehow that's what I became. You don't have to see people like you doing something in order to become successful, study that field, and go into it. It is pathetic on the left. That claim, one of the worst claims they make, it is so facile, vacuous, dunderheaded, stupid, we need to reject it every chance we hear it. And One of the things I think
1: that's uh, really uh, important to note here is that as the more you see these types of stories surface and the people who are affiliated with them, the less greatness that you see. Uh, and if he's going to see himself first as a state of his race, and and by the way, he's no Muhammad Ali. He's not going to be the Muhammad Ali of rodeo. <laughs> uh, you just have to understand that the moment these guys start seeing them themselves as uh, pieces, parts of the sum of their parts, then I don't. I think they fail to see themselves in the totality. Michael Jordan didn't set out to become the best basketball player by saying, "I'm going to be the first, you know, black best basketball player." Nobody, nobody thinks this way. But somehow, in our modern era, we have you know, really deluded ourselves uh, to the point where we cannot be anything better than what we were originally born with. And even that's up for argument. Gender, race, etc. It's all what uh, the community uh, ultimately accepts you to be and what you define yourself to be. Back after a quick break, we're going to check on uh, Murder Mike and uh, get a better idea of what happened over the last 24 hours. Uh, He's been doing a good job. Hopefully he'll be able to come in pretty clear. If not, I think we're going to go ahead and table him until we get a brand new board. So we're going to try it once again with our, uh, our replacement board, that uh, other board coming in at the beginning of the year, first week in January. 531, back and forth. And you may
13: find yourself living in a shotgun shack. And you may find yourself in another part of the world. And you may find yourself behind the wheel of a large automobile. And you may find yourself in a beautiful house with a beautiful wife. And you may ask yourself well, how did i get here And you may go by for the flowing the go by, do I work this?" And you may it yourself, "Where is that large automobile?" you do you you do ask yourself, do and you may tell yourself, this is not my beautiful house, and you may tell yourself, this is not my beautiful wife. Letting the days go by, let the water rule me out, getting the days go by, water flowing up the top, this was through again, top of a morning storm, once in a
3: lifetime, water flowing up the top,
13: same as it ever was, same as it ever was, same as it same same
9: Unplanned expenses, inconvenience, stress, insurance hikes and the list goes on not to mention the lingering sense of being violated. Why risk it? You have an option in securing your vehicle with Revelco vehicle anti-theft device It's the answer 505 4994
0: Who's protecting your home or business? I'm Aaron Jones, founder of International Protective Service, IPS. Maybe you signed up for a local armed response, then found out you were selected in a buyout, and now you're on the brink of another merger with a huge national company. That is not what you signed up for. The local company invested in Albuquerque and committed to your home and business security with highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols is IPS. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com.
9: Salon Deluxe and Tanrio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tanrio West Slyke. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions.
11: You can reach us at 896 at the Salon or call Deb at Tanrio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Did someone say pancakes? Whoop. Go to Sunnyside Up, the place for whole wheat,
7: apple cinnamon, and raspberry granola pancakes and more. Side Up, Manila, Louisiana. And show your mobile Sunnyside Up offer. Get yours right now at com.
5: Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, You will receive quick response times and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy. And if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market. So contact us today on the net at IndigoMortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, one 883
7: This is Jeffrey Candelaria from Straight Talk with Jeffrey Candelaria. If you're tired of those old Wall Street cliches, Give Pavlos
5: Panagopoulos and his team a call at 505-828-4068 or his website, myfinancialsense.com.
10: Securities and investment advisory services are offered through Satera Advisor Networks and Satera Advisor Networks is a member of the Securities Investors Protection Corporation. Call 505-828-4068.
9: Pet Food Gone Wild and Rio Ranchos Pampers Pets, all natural wet and dry pet foods, tasty treats and supplements too. I'm Susanna, owner of Pet Food Gone Wild, ready to answer all your questions about healthy pet foods and treats. Pet Food Gone Wild provides grooming and makes every visit fun and easy with the Pet Food Gone Wild Rewards Card. 5% off at checkout. Pet Food Gone Wild keeps pets happy. Mobile offers at pets.theplaceilike.com. You and your pets will love this month's offer. Pets dot
10: Are you fooling yourself about your retirement savings? What return have you seen on your retirement funds in the last year? The last five. Now's the time to reach for new support. To move toward your goals, call Tom Crow at 243-2281.
4: This week can be your best week. The week when you get onto a better path with your money. Call me, Tom Crow, at Crow Financial Advisors to give your nest egg the attention it deserves. 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com.
6: When you suffer a personal injury from a car crash,
8: you need an attorney with integrity. I'm Mark Caruso, Caruso Law Offices.
3: Mark Caruso is a former insurance company attorney who now works
9: with victims.
7: Caruso Law Offices will fight for you. Caruso Law Offices, 883-5000, carusolaw.com. Your personal injury attorney with integrity, 883-5000, carusolaw.com.
1: This is David Allen Staley. While I may not be a radio personality, I am a Medicare advisor in real life, not just on the radio. It's annual enrollment time, and I'd like to help you figure out what you've got, show you what's hot and what's not, with all the new Medicare benefits out there. Call me, David Allen Staley, at 505-350-3858. That's 505-350-3858.
13: Tell the dead end world The east end boys are And we're ten girls
1: 540 here at the Kiva. Sorry about the, my sound. I guess it keeps popping in and popping out. Dowd, you sound nice and even. And uh, oh. you're the one that has it uh, more convoluted, but we'll work with our engineer. We'll get it all done and be all ready to go. Little Pet Shop Boys. PSB, uh, back in the day, one of my uh, favorite groups. So love all that new wave stuff. Right oh, yeah. Those, Very those, stuff. Good yeah. stuff. Uh, before we get to uh, Murder Mike, uh, I've got some uh, updates uh, here. This from, uh, December 11th. Body found after alleyway fire in southeast Albuquerque. I don't know that we covered this, uh, doubt. not uh, sound familiar. It, right? Uh, this was just from, uh, from a couple of days ago, but I don't think that we covered this. It says, <clears throat> let's see. Firefighters found a person dead after uh, dowsing a blazing alleyway on Friday in southeast Albuquerque. Albuquerque Fire Rescue said the cause of the fire under investigation, um, under investigation and did not say how the person died, fire crews responded around 11 p.m. Reports at the 5500 block of Acama from San Pedro in Central. He said in a news release, firefighters found heavy flames in an alleyway between two commercial buildings with power lines and transformers arcing overhead. AFR said crews doused the fire before searching for adjacent buildings, searching in adjacent building, finding one person dead where the flames had been. And further information is available at this time. So that's uh, one we missed. Mm-hmm. And we'll get to the Islamic uh, Center fire uh, as well. Uh, got a good gal who's doing so much work. For just sound us. Eddie. I'm yep. so
2: I'm, I'm anticipating this information so much because just like Juicy Smollett, the the act is committed. That first reports come out, everybody jumps on it and wants to use it to their advantage. And then when the truth comes out, it's always more complicated. Or in some cases not even remotely resembling the, the the initial narrative, it just, it just, this one seemed funny to me. It just didn't seem like, and you, 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 you lined up, you know, why it didn't seem like what you might think of as a, as a hate crime. She lingered there so longer, you know I mean? There were just a lot of weird little things about this, just like Juicy Smollett, uh, mega racist hanging out in Chicago waiting to attack a, a gay black guy. It just didn't pass the sniff test. When we get the full facts on the Islamic center, uh, boy, I don't think it's going to fit the narrative that yeah. certain people want it to fit. Well, even uh, right now where it's at uh, and what we've discovered and the information
1: we've got in the background, we have uh, found nothing and still nothing on the uh, India Palace. Uh, more than, uh, what, 18, 19 months? Uh, it'll, I think, what,
2: another week or so it'll be coming up on 18 months, yeah. yeah there
1: we go. Nothing, nothing. Uh, the Joe Show says, always got the right tunes going. Uh, looking forward to having Joe on the air. Uh, Ann checks in. Apparently white supremists are always in... Khaki pants <laughs> oh by the way uh, uh the the woman who apparently visited there had been there three separate times just so you know she was there on the and this is back at the islamic center three separate days uh her name Anna Haleya. okay aggravated battery misdemeanor no great bodily harm uh let's see what else we have petty misdemeanor remember this is all speculative uh they're on 1031 11 7 and 11 27 not in custody uh, or in the release list. And then there is a case here, State of New Mexico versus Anna Alea. And I'll get to all the other stuff uh, that is there uh, as well in that story. We'll, we'll touch upon that during, delve into it during our 6 o'clock hour. Uh, Eddie, soft bigotry of low expectations. Left will not let you be more than what they identify you as being. Agreed. That is perfect. Uh, Eddie, it's because they don't know how to act. That's just a fact. Wow. Just read them as they come in. He's uh, back, referring to uh, the bigotry that comes from the black community. Uh, Eddie has Gerald Brooks Jr. been charged with a hate crime? Hm. No. The answer is decidedly I no. I hold my breath on that one. Uh, doubt sounds even. Nothing pops out. Loud and soft. Eddie sound pops in and out. <clears throat> that is weird because I have such a strong voice. Amtrak suspends COVID-19 vaccine mandate for employees. That, according to the chief executive, and just being released. In the last hour five fifty fifty five hundred let's see how clear we can get murder Mike uh here into the Kiva murder Mike thanks for joining us. how are you
15: I'm doing very well Eddie. Yeah. Am I sounding okay
1: I think if you could just turn your volume down on your headphones all the way I don't know if that's possible or you know sort of move away I think that will be fine. you sound a little bit better than yesterday I think that that is okay. uh good so I,
15: I moved the mic a little bit this just- I know we don't have a lot of time to do bike checks, but I, I don't have get a point. Get,
1: get a little bit closer, if you would.
15: Okay, here we go.
1: A Little bit closer? A
15: little bit closer. Alright. Moving let's... around loggers. Alright, go ahead, sir. Okay, fantastic. Well, I know you mentioned that uh, fire in the alley that occurred last time, that last week on Acoma. I recall that, uh, that call, uh, because the fire department, initially that was dispatched to Coach a team. And then when officers got there, they started investigating it and found it, it actually it occurred in the alley between Acoma and Cochisee. So um, now whether we reported on it or not, I'm not sure, but I do recall that call. Know you know we were on top of it, I remember that. And, and then also in the first hour, you mentioned uh, Albuquerque, and I don't know if you remember, Eddie, but uh, six years ago or seven years ago is when I started ABQ Metro News, which was of two Facebook sites of report, reporting news. And uh, since then, we had gotten to... We had made it to 10 foreign countries and had 30,000 followers when I closed the site down because uh, you and I got together. We talked about what we, what we could do on radio, and that is where I made my move. So, uh, we were instrumental in getting a lot of Facebook uh, crime reported there. So, anyway, I know enough of that. but. Uh, we we'll ran right long into what it did happen last night, and it was a quiet night in Albert last night. Uh, at around 10:50. however, there was an armed robbery that occurred at the Smiths at Academy in Wyoming. The suspect was described as a white male in the 30s and armed with a handgun. There was no injury were, were reported, and no details on how much money was taken. And at 10.39 p.m., a disturbance was reported involving an incarcerated individual at twenty one twenty one Louisiana Northeast. It was reported that the intoxicated individual backed into a wall, it drove into the doors of the establishment while threatening to kill the employees. Police were dispatched and the driver was taken into custody without incident. And then at two AM, a structure fire was reported near unsur and plague at twenty seven oh five Wendell Southwest. As fire and rescue arrived, they reported chilling. While the crews fought the fire the power line down, it was still charged. And then was notified. And because the fire was so intense, the second alarm was called in at two thirty seven AM. And uh, of course, uh and then, uh, traffic news real quick, I just noticed that on, on my board there is an accident with injuries on I forty westbound at Rio Grande, restaurant ambulance are on the scene, so they might be driving back up there. So Watch for brake lights. Really good state. And uh, taking a quick look at stats overnight at 5:05, we had one residential burglary reported. A total of six disturbance calls were called in. Four calls came in reporting domestic disputes last night. All, of which, by were involving uh, alcohol. Or drugs. So both, or one of the members of the industry were drunk and intoxicated. And there was a total of five aggravated assaults. Fire and rescue dealt with a total of three mental patients overnight, and two residential fires were reported. We had one barricaded in a room at a local hotel. And additionally, we had uh, six drivers crossing a disturbance around town to the point where polos were put out on the drivers. Five shots were fired, last shots fired, calls were reported last night, and five drug uh, overdoses on, and also. It was a quiet night on night in albuquerque website, and uh that's that's kind of a wrap Eddie, back future
1: yeah very quickly murder Mike uh five you know what what I'd like for you to do based upon what the Albuquerque Journal is doing. if you could separate the number of overdoses via fentanyl and everything else uh, doubt I think you'd probably agree with this yeah it'd be helpful. I think it'd be pretty uh helpful to everybody uh here so and, and to the extent that you can. i I
15: would love to and- I, I would have to add the fact that. that that would be based on the information I would get over the radio. So, um, you know, if they didn't the fentanyl, what was the drug, then I would definitely separate it. If it's an unknown substance, like so many of the calls, I would be kind of unable to do so. But I will definitely keep track of the fentanyl overdose as a priority.
1: All right. Thanks so much. Good job, Murder Mike. Uh, back with Wednesday's report uh, as well. Take a quick break. Uh, back to wrap the hour right here in the Kiva. On AM 1600, KIVA, ABQ.FM, Rocketalk.com. A little Cheryl Coro. I saw her, saw her in Toronto live and met her uh, back in, I think, 2005. Good call, Jasmine. her dumping Lance Armstrong. Good yeah, call. A great call. <laughs> she is certainly a lot happier after that. Time. 5.50, back and forth.
3: Long, long way from. On a phone show, played for mosquitoes and drank till I was thirsty again. We were searching through the store jungle. Found Geronimo's rifle, Marilyn shampoo, and Vinny Goodman's corsage pin. Okay, I made this up. I promised you I'd never give up. If it makes you happy, it can't be that bad.
1: It's made Albuquerque famous, Breaking Bad and the Candy Lady, a national landmark and an old town anchor for almost 40 years. Right here at 424 San Felipe and on the web at CandyLady.com, a tribute to Breaking Bad and a spectacular taste sensation that you'll never find anywhere else.
8: Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of Futon Frames in the state. Our Futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311-MANAL or call us at 881-6863.
1: No matter where your journey starts, it will end at Ann Matthews Bridal, where you will get to say yes... To the dress, the Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York and Dallas right here to Albuquerque. Call 890 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890 Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. Don't forget to tell your friends, family, and your World, what your favorite station is? The Rock of Talk. At ABQ.fm and AM sixteen hundred K I V A. The Kiva Sakiva, here in Albuquerque.
2: In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends.
1: Get the daily news dropped to your inbox every morning at 4 a.m. Sign up now at rockoftalk.chat. Get the conservative calendar, top 10 clips, and links of the day, local U.S. and global news briefings, all at rockoftalk.chat.
0: Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van S Commercial Real Estate. When considering your options and locating the right space for your business, call the experts at Sperry Van S 256-1255. That's 256-1255. Or visit us on the web at waltarnold.com.
4: Call us today at 883-3683. 883-3683.
6: Now tell the truth. Did you ever think you were going to
8: see these bums together again?
6: I like it so far. you ain't seen nothing yet
1: Well, that's the opening for lady for stick uh, I couldn't queue it up, so I couldn't see it, but uh, there it is back in uh, this day. what is it? Uh, <clears throat> this was number one back in nineteen seventy four or given them at least their First top 10 hit down. Yeah, uh, uh, released today in 74. Yeah, uh, released today in uh, 1974. Uh, By the way, what is not released is the Senate redistricting uh, that's uh, not going on right now. So what's actually, and this is the front page of the Albuquerque Journal, uh, what is not being passed or what is not going to be signed, uh, folks. uh, I can, uh, by the way, I'm being told not to run the story yet on the Islamic Center uh, because they're finding other information. They want to make sure it's complete before we go ahead and do that. Uh, so back to the Senate story, even though I really want to delve into it. Um, the redistricting map that is on the desk of the governor is not going to be signed, I've been told, okay? So uh, that is going nowhere and nowhere fast. They have, I believe, until 5 o'clock Friday to give the final map. There's lots of arguments going on. Uh, they're trying to segment my cousin out of his uh, particular district. Indeed they are. Uh, 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 Joshua Sanchez, and uh, probably two or three other uh, oh uh as well. the
2: associated press uh, uh the wonderful journalist at the associated press last night reported eddie's cousin as uh joseph sanchez yeah, that's right. and if you're a subscriber to our daily email uh i made the correction myself and i knowing knowing a little bit about new mexico apparently unlike the people the ap have working in new mexico yeah
1: so they're going after uh my, my cousin out in the belen are. area belen bosque area so uh of course they are so it looks as if the uh, CD2 is now likely going to hopefully include all of Roswell, all of Artesia, all of Hobbs, all of as it should have right from the very beginning. So um, they're sort of uh, parsing some of the stuff in the Albuquerque area once again. So the map that has been proposed and on the governor's desk all got rescinded because the redistricting negotiations with native leaders. Yep all it took, right there. Uh, Here here we go. A week after it began, a fast-moving special session ran, and the negotiations with Native American leaders who objected to the plan for redrawing legislative boundaries. The halt came as the Senate side, where a floor session was at first postponed then canceled for the day. Peter Wirth, Democratic Senate, met with tribal officials for seven hours at the Capitol to go over redistricting proposals for 42-member Senate, and they entirely disagreed with it. After talks wrapped up, tribal leaders suggested that they are holding firm to the consensus plan that they developed over the course of eight months in negotiations casey doma a laguna pueblo attorney and co-chairman of the pueblo council of the governors said native leaders have focused on the principles outlined and legislators own guidelines for re- redistricting and they do not agree with what the governor or excuse me governor has on their desk so this is far from over between now and friday hopefully we'll get some updated maps it's nice to see because i don't think anybody really felt like they agreed except all the Democrats. I think the only people who were on board with the redistricting that was going on, Dowd, uh, if I'm not mistaken, are probably the Democrat Party that saved New Mexico. Uh, the power brokers in Santa Fe, absolutely. Democrats, yeah. So, there we go. We'll just, uh, go ahead and, uh, leave it there. With the top of the hour news, uh, right here in the Kiva back in 74. Yes, it was Sticks. am 600 kiva ABQ.FM, and Rocketfest.com. And obey. This is the rock of talk on AM sixteen hundred KIVA Albuquerque.
15: GCA dot com today.
0: USA Radio
8: News with Tim Berg. President Biden is encouraged by data released by Pfizer showing its antiviral pill reduces the risk of severe illness when infected with coronavirus. Kentucky Republican Senator Rand Paul says they're mourning all lives lost following the devastation left behind from severe weather over the weekend. Paul saying he surveyed the tornado damage within one community. It's uh, catastrophic. I mean, areas where houses are completely obliterated, you can barely see the shadow of a foundation there. Paul saying while cities like Bowling Green had their power restored within 24 hours, the place is closest to the twister, don't have any electricity back yet. If you lost a hundred transformers, you're not going to have a hundred, uh, you know, in stock. You're going to have to order them from somewhere. At least 74 people died in Kentucky from the storms. USA Radio News
0: you. Thank you. That's just a few of the track grabber owners saying thank you. (laughs) Track grabber is a unique and simple tool to add extreme traction to your car or truck when you need it. The track grabber patented extreme traction kit includes a mounting strap, and traction blocks tough enough to lift you out of almost anywhere. Track Grabber Extreme Traction has long been the secret of the US Border Patrol, the Department of Justice, the South Dakota Highway Patrol, and many more. Now, they're available to you. Be the hero this year. Give the gift of rescue. Skip the stuck. Don't have your loved ones waiting for help. Track Grabber installs as easily as a jumper cable in minutes you'll have the extreme traction to get on stable ground. All the details are at trackgrabber.com. That's T-R-A-C-G-R-A-B-B-E-R.com. That's trackgrabber.com. Use promo code ROCKSTAR for 20% off. Flies are limited. trackgrabber.com. Use promo code ROCKSTAR.
8: Democrats are taking heat from Republicans blaming them for the rise in crime in major cities around the country, citing low bail for criminals and letting some back onto the streets. New York Republican Congresswoman Nicole Maliotakis joins Fox News and is calling on President Biden to step in and crack down on crime.
10: We need the president to take a strong stand and say enough is enough. We saw it with President Trump. And remember when President Trump got out there and said, we're going to federally go after those individuals who destroy monuments and destroy federal buildings. Guess what happened? It stopped.
8: The University of Pittsburgh School of Medicine releasing a study saying 34% of children in the United States had insufficient or unreliable health insurance prior to the start of the COVID-19 pandemic. A down day on Wall Street at the closing bell, the Dow losing 107 points to close at 35-544. This is USA Radio News. Democrats are still hoping to pass a 1.7 trillion dollar Build Back Better Act. Senate majority leader Chuck Schumer says their meetings with the Senate parliamentarian will continue this week to help work out the details regarding the president's
0: bill. I thank my colleagues, the parliamentarian and her team for working through this important and difficult process. The president will also continue to have his to continue his conversations with our caucus as we hash out the final details of the legislation.
8: The New York Democrat hoping that the reconciliation process will allow them to pass a measure with the simple majority vote instead of the 60 votes usually needed. Big news in Las Vegas as a casino is sold.
14: After months of rumors, Hard Rock International has confirmed it will buy the Mirage Hotel from MGM Resorts on the Las Vegas Strip for just over $1 billion. Hard Rock says it plans to build a guitar-shaped hotel on the Mirage site. In the official announcement, Jim Allen, chairman of Hard Rock International, said Hard Rock Las Vegas will be a fully integrated resort from the West Coast USA. Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry.
8: There are now nearly 2 billion monthly active users on Instagram. That's according to CNBC, which says the photo-sharing app reached the mark this fall. It comes as Instagram faces scrutiny by lawmakers over its impacts on the mental health of young users. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. first part of the journey, I was looking at all the life There were plants
13: and birds and rocks and things. There were sand and hills and rain. The first thing I met was a fly with a bug. on a horse with no name and it felt good to be out of the rain In the desert you can remember your name cause there ain't no one for to give you no pain. la
3: la 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 la
13: after two days in the desert sun, my skin began to turn red. After three days in the desert fun, I was looking at a river bed. And the story it told of a river that flowed made me sad to think it was dead. You see, I've been through the desert on a horse with no name It felt good to be out of the rain In the desert, you can't remember your name Cause there ain't no one born to give you no fame
3: la, 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 la La, 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 la
1: 606 at the 505 with more. 411 here for your third hour. I am at Eric on the Rock of Talk on AM 600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, RockOfTalk.com. Sorry for the uh, fading in and uh, fading out going on here, but uh, we're doing our best. And no doubt sounds I guess a hell of a lot better than me, but uh, for whatever reason, we'll uh, I'm, I'm going to try and switch to a different channel tomorrow and see if uh, maybe that will uh, cure what ails the Kiva as far as this board Uh, is concerned. Hour three, you and me, D-Dowd Muska, commercial free for our listeners, and uh, we're going to touch upon uh, this hour uh, some uh, dirty den here in Ghislaine Maxwell's uh, place, and uh, let's not forget also, uh, tomorrow, I think uh, about 8, 9 a.m., I should be on uh, nighttime TV for uh, German television, so I certainly hope to get a a clip of that uh, sometime soon, pass it out to all of our rockoftalk.chat uh, subscribers. That would be uh, certainly exciting. We'll cover politics and polls. See where we're at. See what you're thinking as we go into the uh, last 16 days uh, here some of the Interesting results. Some, uh, good stuff. We'll jump into that. Uh, maybe some corruption. Uh, the Rudolph essay. And uh, I think that about be all the time that we have for it. We'll go straight to uh, Bill O'Reilly commencing adamantly at 645. I think that he has a uh, guest host. Uh, they've asked me to Go ahead and send some information into, to guest hosts' stuff. You might remember nice. I brought that up some time ago. Um, but, uh, I would love to do that for Bill O'Reilly. All right. America's, America's top concern is inflation as the Biden administration dismisses high prices. Now here we are. Okay. Now I believe the Democrats are bragging about the fact that they think that gas prices have been reduced 20%. Not everywhere. And I don't think they have. All right. Inflation in November itself. Six point eight percent, ladies and gentlemen. Six point eight percent. Okay. Uh that's uh I think that's pretty high. Yeah, how high is it? A thirty nine year high. That's how high it was. Okay? The highest in thirty nine years. Gas prices spiked fifty eight point one percent over the past year. Fifty eight point one percent. Three sixty, we were uh just under two dollars. Two dollars. Eddie maybe the Democrats are sabotaging your radio station. No they're not. Uh the Burnt out, board, and uh, we'll leave it there. All right, here we go. Oil spike, heating oil spike, 34.3%. Americans are also paying way more for food. Bacon shot up 21%, not currently eating bacon and all the nitrates. Uh, Beef and veal prices have swelled 20.9%. Not eating much beef or or veal. Pork chops up 12.7%. It's the other white meat, and it is the cheapest meat. Chicken, 9.2. Fish and eggs, 8%, uh, 7.5%. Uh, for coffee and cereal was up five point seven percent. Overall, prices for consumer goods also increased from last November. Furniture rose twelve percent, laundry equipment nine point two percent, bikes nine percent. Why? Tools and other outdoor equipment increased six point nine percent as well. In front of the DOL, the US Department of Labor that used cars and truck prices soared thirty one point four percent year over year, and rental cars jumped thirty seven point two percent. Yes. The NBC All America Economic Survey released Friday found that inflation has firmly eclipsed the coronavirus as the number one concern. Thank what you, is, America. Thank what, you. What is actually causing all that inflation? Uh, that would be the coronavirus, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> so uh, you're going to have to take care of the coronavirus first. Uh, remember, this ends when we all say no, ladies and gentlemen. During Friday's White House press briefing, a reporter cited recent NPR Marist poll that stated 61 percent. 61 percent. Americans say the country is moving in the wrong direction. A reporter then asked uh, peppermint patty uh, <laughs> peppermint Pesachy, Uh what that red hair and freckles on peppermint patty I didn't realize like how much that actually that actually kind of did bother me.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a kind of, I didn't realize that. unnatural yeah. in cartoon format. yeah, <laughs> it really very uh, did.
1: What's the White House big picture view on why so many Americans are so pessimistic and what's the direction of the country? Saki peppermint Pesaki said, why are people experiencing things or why? Because I, we've talked about this a little bit before, but you know, a lot of it, dance around, dance around. Let's circle back. What we're seeing in our data is people's psychology on the economy or how they're experiencing things in the country right now related to, she even admits it, COVID and the fact that COVID we're still in a fight against the virus. So you know who you ultimately blame for inflation? Doubt? The unvaccinated. Also,
2: we're to blame for everything. Right. Right. Uh, absolutely. are. So uh,
1: we'll leave it right there. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, what is, how old is that woman? 81, 82? She is gonna run again. Oh, nice. She is, uh, she'll turn 82 and she's looking for her 18th term. Carry the one, that would put 72, 62, 52. She has been in the U.S. House since she was 46 years of age. You think somebody needs to retire her? She wants to stay in her role as the top House Democrat. Uh, her nephew, who is Gavin Newsom, the governor of the state of California and not the great state is that, has been rumored to be looking
2: at a presidential run <laughs> for
1: twenty twenty four ladies and gentlemen that is true
2: who so. i 'm sure he 'll play in the uh, the purple states real well Gavin oh yeah. so well so
1: there you go you 're going to have Pelosi uh you have a new poll that 's come out. the top concern is
2: inflation well eddie i mean we can 't yeah. let that we can 't let that poll go it, it, what a repudiation of Fauciism. I mean, the professional alarmists who are telling you the greatest crisis is what? Are we on the Omicron now? I, I, Omicron, I, lose, yep. I lose track.
12: First um, one today.
2: And so these people are basically looking around their life and saying, No one I know is dying of this, but every time I go buy something, it's more expensive. And that's the number one concern. Infl- inflation is the number one concern in America, not COVID 19. Sorry, Tony. Maybe we're just over him, you know? We're just, we're not into him anymore. You know, we're focused on, oh, I don't know, the cost of living.
1: Exactly. Well, uh, here we go. I just told you that uh, Gavin Newsom might be looking at it. Well, the White House has now reiterated that Joe Biden is indeed running in 2024. Hillary Clinton, well, on Sunday, she warned that former President Donald Trump would run in president in 2024 and that there would be dire consequences for the United States if he won. (laughs) Like what? Oh, it couldn't be worse than Biden, right? So the White House then on the heels of that, repeated on Monday that Joe Biden will run for re-election in 2024 as failed President Hillary Clinton continues rebuilding her political profile and for what? What will that make her by the time uh, 2024 rolls around? I think she'd be 75, I believe. Hmm. Well, if you have Pelosi at 82 looking for another two years putting her at 84, you have Biden at uh, 79 uh, that puts him at 82 when
2: he runs for reelection
0: we're going to be run by a bunch of old people
2: (laughs) tucker's been making that point lately very well oh yeah what has he been well he's been saying mcconnell's what 79 uh biden is uh what did he just turn he just turned 78 or 79 uh let's see hillary let's see she was born in 47 uh pelosi what in her 80s now and he made a really subtle point which i think no one's really made i haven't heard it from anyone else which is if it might explain the coronavirus hysteria in this country, if if our major leaders are of the age group that are most susceptible, uh, that is most susceptible to coronavirus uh, illness, hospitalization, and even death, then they're not thinking of younger people who are trying to live their lives and trying to build wealth and, and build a, a household and maybe get married and have kids and, and build a career. So there's a tremendous dichotomy between. And he was he even said last night. Last night, the night before, you know, I'm not here to insult old people, but they do have, you know, the the, the economist notion of time preference. Uh, they they have a different perception than younger people do, and that might be a source of of hysteria over the Rona. And I would say that's an interesting insight from from Tucker.
1: Hmm. Well, other uh, people who have been suggested, doubt amongst these uh, <laughs> yes. low approval ratings and the high inflation rate and the uh, the polling numbers where they're at uh, versus Trump. Remember. Biden's at, what thirty eight percent versus Trump, I think fifty three. Democrats struggling with Biden's low popularity continue with ideas such as Pete Buttigieg, North Carolina Governor, a new uh, newly minted, uh, I guess the uh, part what was that the uh, Democratic Governor DGA President, yep. uh, Governor Roy Cooper. I don't know, I couldn't even tell you what he looked like. <laughs> Michigan Governor Gretchen. <laughs> oh, Gretchen. No, there's no way. New Orleans Mayor Mitch Landrew or senators, Elizabeth Warren and Amy Klobuchar. There is no chance for Klobuchar. I can tell you that she is a hit every stick on the, uh,
2: <laughs> Lizzie Warren's not much better. Yeah. Well, there you go. So here we are
1: a new poll coming out saying that the economy is getting worse and inflation is very serious. That's where we are. We know what the top concern is. We know that Pelosi's going to be back in there. Uh, Myrtle, you know, uh, uh, Carl uh, will be there. Did Mitch ever have, did he ever have children? I don't think
2: he did. Ah, uh, that is an interesting question, yeah, too. I
1: think that, I don't think he ever did have children. You might want to take a look at this.
2: So the U.S. is getting worse.
1: The Economist YouGov poll taken prior to last week's release of the Consumer Price Index showed 53% of Americans say the economy is getting worse. Inflation is the heart of the economic concerns. Another 20%, 7% say it's very serious. 9% say it is only a mild problem. 39% of Democrats say inflation is a very serious problem while 76% of Republicans do. That is not that far apart. It might seem like it's far apart, folks. But that convergence is probably going to happen in the next three to six months. We can't artificially print any more money. We are done, given the midterms and then the next two years, because it's going to be potentially, and I'm going to call it early, a lame-duck session because the approval ratings will be so low for Biden that the Democrats will have, and Kamala Harris – that the Democrats will have nothing better to do, no other choice, I should say, not nothing better to do, than to remove Joe Biden from office themselves Ooh. or cede victory to the Republicans in 2024. Prepare yourselves, folks. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Michelle Obama, or maybe as well as, uh, I don't know, some sort of celebrity, The Rock. Uh, they might even put Michael Strahan in. In there, okay. It, uh, I could definitely see something like that: a Strahan, Alexandria, Ocasio-Cortez, yeah, with all the uh, pimping that's going <laughs> on. Suburban and rural Americans are more likely to see inflation as a very serious problem. By the way, because they're paying more at the pump and their housing uh, inflation prices. You think the housing inflation is a problem? You should probably look into that about how bad that could potentially be. That runaway inflation, a good hedge against inflation, generally speaking. If it continues at the pace that it is and the housing prices double in less than four years, prepare for a crash. Real estate prices cannot maintain that level of growth. They simply cannot without causing serious social concerns, especially if there's no other homes that are being rolled out. Okay, 50% of city dwellers say inflation is a very serious problem. 42% of Americans say inflation is more important than unemployment. Well, it certainly is. Our unemployment rate nationally, what, 4.9%? And uh, we can't have lower unemployment uh, than that. So here we go. What does this look like as far as an election? 53% of registered voters see the entire Biden agenda as big government socialism. Mm. That's telling you that these are people who are going to pick up and leave, have already left, or never even went to the left side. Okay. 23% of respondents disagree with the characterization. Most of these people don't even understand what socialism is. Do you guys remember those stories about runaway inflation, of the Weimar, right? Do you remember that in the 20s and 30s? They say, you're gonna to have to go ahead and start trucking dollars in wheelbarrows. Well, that'll never happen. It does it, Zimbabwe, uh, what is it, the $1 trillion bill <laughs> from, right. from Zimbabwe? You'll never have any of that kind of stuff here. It'll just be all on your card and you will not be able to afford a single thing because the government, if this continues at this rate, likely own you they've already told you what you can and can't do where you can and can't go what you who you will be with and what you will not be with where you can and can't die what is going to prevent them from taking the next step and telling you on your social credit card of where you get your money every day and how you're going to live how you're going to be able to go ahead and operate in modern society Ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be conservative Hispanic voters who are going to prevent this from happening. 52% of Hispanic voters see the Biden agenda as big government socialism. That is a minority majority, ladies and gentlemen. Rasmussen suggests one reason many Hispanic voters are shifting their loyalties away from the Democrat Party. Back to faith. Back to God. Back to belief and independence. Religious and individual autonomy. Freedom of choice. Respondents by a score of 65 to 19 Said they were more interested in economic than cultural issues. That's a mistake because this is, make no mistake about it, ladies and gentlemen, a very cultural issue. Well,
2: they're they're all connected. Yeah.
1: They really are. I mean, uh, maybe no no more now than than they ever have been. So here we are. What does it look like during the midterms, which is a little less than twelve months away, ladies and gentlemen? We have the redistricting going on. The Democrats want to maintain control. They want to get you dependent. They want to continue to print money, and they want to go ahead and tell you that they're going to create the problems. Well, they don't want to tell you they created the problems, but they are creating the problems, but they're going to come back and save the day. All at the same time that Donald Trump is what? Yeah, Donald Trump is going to go ahead and drive us towards socialism. In fact, Hillary Clinton said, I think that this could be the end of our democracy.
14: Wrong yet again. You're
1: being gaslit because it is the Democrats who have ended, ironically, even though they have demos, uh, democracy in their name, who have ended democracy here in this country. 550-5500. 500. That's 550-5500. I guess Mark Meadows ran into some trouble, D-Dowd Muska. And of course he did. He was the, uh, uh, I believe he was the, uh, the, uh, head of, uh, the White House for... Chief of Staff. Uh, yeah, Chief of Staff for Donald Trump, uh, for a time. and it looks like uh, they have decided to go ahead and uh, hold him in contempt after Liz Cheney reads text from Fox News, Liz Cheney, a Republican, quote-unquote Republican rhino
2: out of Wyoming. Uh, what would you find out? Well, on I, that? I think in the words of Eddie Aragon, controlled opposition there. But,
14: yeah. I, you know, listen,
2: they, they are so desperate. I mean, when you're talking about inflation being the number one issue as we approach a midterm, traditionally... the Party in power in the White House, uh, they get spanked real bad in the midterms when inflation is the number one issue in the country. And, you know, Eddie, I don't see... What well, we got less you know, eleven months, less than eleven months now to the election. Do you think inflation will, will not be an issue in eleven months? I mean it's 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 gonna continue to be the number one or the number two issue despite, you know, unless an asteroid hits the earth or something. But um they are gonna they're they're grabbing at anything they can in this January sixth committee, and I certainly don't defend the knuckleheads who did what they did on January sixth, but again, their narrative is going to be uh, you know, Republicans have backed this, uh, with their evil leader Trump. We're gonna get the truth out about yep. this uh the right. insurrection, I believe, yes, the insurrection. Uh, oh God, I, I, how often I have to read articles from the wire services about the, ins- the January sixth insurrection. I mean, this just really shows how uh, wildly desperate uh, uh, the, the left is here. And um, if you've got Nancy, a, a, a committee at the mercy of Nancy Pelosi with Liz Cheney helping out, uh, I, you know, in the, in the credibility zone, folks, uh, it's going to be a dismal, dismal joke. You don't have to agree with, I think, the optics and the actions of what happened on January 6th. I think it was a lot of very silly people. There was a lot of QAnon people who live in their mother's basement. can't tell me who their county commissioner is, but they're going to bring down the deep state. Uh, it was a lot of very angry, kind of over-the-top people uh, who didn't know what they were doing. My favorite example is the the insurrection that was going to overthrow the legitimate government of the United States. Remember that a police officer who led them away, the, the crowd away from the Senate chambers, and how this was a great office, you know, wonderful Capitol police officer, a hero. If the insurrectionists were coming to cut off the legitimate governmental authority of uh, the United States, how could mobs and mobs of them be led away by one police officer away from the Senate chamber? They didn't even have a map of the place. They didn't know where they were going, but they were going to overthrow the government. Uh, I, I hope more facts like that come out uh, as we approach I can't believe it but in a couple of weeks we will be approaching the 1 year anniversary of January 6th and uh don't believe the hype folks we know what this is all about politics from the from the opening uh the opening minute of this phony baloney investigation and one of the people who's been driving that narrative is
1: uh Kamala Harris sure and i think people really need to understand that i think that has died her popularity has been stunted uh entirely because people don't like her <laughs> no i think they just did. she is universally almost disliked uh, at this point uh, <laughs> uh, I don't even know that the liberal media likes her. Is there? A, <laughs> do you know why? Why that is? You haven't have any idea. She seems. Is it? She's not really a populist. Is mm. that what it is? Mm-hmm. is she said? Is it her policies? Is it her demeanor? Um, her badly timed smiles. I think. Uh, oh, I creepiness. Yeah. yeah I think uh, but we
2: forget that our opponents, you know, our big government opponents, are also people too. And as much as The swamp in Washington, the mainstream media want to promote her to be, you know, the the goddess after Hillary. They have to deal with her and her staff and her mismanagement. And at some point, you know, we're social creatures. And when you are dealing with a a person and and a a community, uh, the tiny, tiny cult of Kamala, and nothing good ever comes out of it, you just sort of get disgusted after a while, even if you agree with them on every position. Kamala
1: Harris. Heels up Harris, as uh, she has been consistently <laughs> referred to. 626 uh, here in the Kiva. Let's uh, move along. We'll, we'll cover corruption uh, tomorrow. I think I want to hear uh, Dowd's, uh, I think a lot of people have been asking, for the Rudolph essay. Uh, <laughs> oh, they have. I don't want to call it a time filler, uh, by the way. I, I, I don't <laughs> want to put this off anymore, and then we'll uh, we'll delve into the uh, the abandoned sex of uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Dowd, take it away.
2: Yeah, uh, well, I did write an essay, and I'm, I'm I just kind of, Toss this on our list to uh, just make half of a joke, half serious. About Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, we discussed this last week. The the Rankin Bass, the classic Rankin Bass uh, special from 1964, airing, of course, not long after the Kennedy assassination at the at the dawn of a very dark time in our country, the the kind of nastiness of the 60s. Uh, the, the early 60s, as as people who lived through that period have told me, they really weren't much different than the 50s. I mean, you still had, uh, society hadn't collapsed, we hadn't, uh, culture hadn't collapsed, we hadn't imposed the great society, uh, the massive expansion of the welfare, welfare state. We didn't have Vietnam, where the uh, best and the brightest, uh, I think really the worst and the dumbest in, in our government, uh, sent uh, millions of American men off to fight in a war that, Against an enemy that posed no risk to the United States, and asked these young, bright young men who had nothing but good futures ahead of them in our in our gloriously wealthy and growing and dynamic society, uh, off to do an impossible job, which is uh, win someone else's civil war. Uh, turns out. You can 't win someone else's civil war in Afghanistan just like you can't win someone else's civil war in vietnam so uh it it it's at the dawn uh, of of the nastiness and I think it it expresses that sort of cold war consensus about conformity, but at the end, it ends up maybe going harkening back to an earlier time in America that uh, appreciated the uh the iconoclast, uh, the tinkerer, uh, the monk, uh, the weirdo, <laughs> the dissident, and so uh, I have uh, I wrote an essay a couple of months, oh years ago actually on on uh, on Facebook back before Mister Aragon. Uh, advise me and everyone else to get off, uh, Zuck the Base, Facebook. Yeah. Uh, and I have ditched it. Uh, I have not been on. I do have a Twitter account for RockOfTalk.chat, but that's not a personal account. So, uh, I did almost miss it in 2018, but I, I caught it, and I almost missed it in 2021 the other night when I, when I flicked it on a couple minutes into it with uh, the wonderful Burl Ives giving his uh, narration as uh, Sam the Snowman. Um, as the years pass, I see this special more and more as a libertarian allegory. Christmas Town is a place of adamantine conformity. Uh, as well as an unsustainable, uh, have a reliance on an unsustainable single industry economy. Stand out in any way, be a reindeer with a glowing red nose, or be an elf who wants to be a dentist rather than make toys, and you're a quote unquote misfit who warrants shunning and our heroes of course certainly were shunned uh true to 1964 to a large degree and sadly true today with our culture of snowflakery and phony outrage and slacktivism and forced apologies while the abominable snow monster of the north is the villain quote unquote uh, until his teeth are removed of course my pick for the melodrama's true baddie is fireball the quintessential conformist and company man fireball tells rudolph that he can be my buddy Despite having known our titular hero for all of 0.7 seconds, he then proceeds to stress the need to impress the doze. Isn't he a little young for horn doggery? The moment Rudolph's nose cap is dislodged early in the special, Fireball's reaction is predictable. Get away from me, get away. Uh when Rudolph returns to Christmas Town as a as a young healthy young buck, uh, it's a little surprise that Fireball has not changed. He changed. He ridicules his buddy as all neon nose. Now, Rudolph and Hermie, our, our, our dentist elf, uh, eventually find self-respect and public acceptance, of course, and it's happy, happy, joy, joy by the end credits. Even the woe residents of the island of misfit toys find homes. But perhaps if Christmastown had been a little more accepting of differences, including a desire to live in un, uh, to leave an unfulfilling assembly line job and set up yourself as a healthcare entrepreneur, a whole lot of trouble could have been avoided. There you go. I think it's really worthy uh, of a tenured professor at a government university, Uh, really kind of a psychological take, you know, or a historical take on Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, uh, something that I've been thinking about for for many, 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 many years. And I I thank Mr. Aragon for letting me present my perspective. When was that written? (laughs) Uh, 2018. Okay. How are you feeling at that time? Uh, how was I feeling at that you point? Totally ba Bah Humbuggy! Yeah, I probably was. That was around yeah. the time I was uh, offered hush money to not tell the truth about a phony, baloney thing. No. tank. I did It, work it happened in much. the dead of winter. Right of around, right around that time. But you know, I do love this special. I watch it every year. Uh, in the old days, it wasn't on twenty four seven. You could only watch it once a year. And my one of my proudest moments as an uncle was getting uh, my nephew into uh, Rudolph the Red nosed Reindeer. Now, as a seventeen year old. Uh, he would roll his eyes if I asked him if he watched it this year. But, you know, maybe start to come around to things. Uh, my, when my sisters and I got into our late 20s, when we would come back to the, the farm, we would go to our our ice cream place that our grandparents took us to. You know, you start to kind of appreciate those kids' stuff, but it, you got to get a little age in you to to appreciate that stuff. So at 17, he's not going to appreciate uh, Rudolph at all. But I'm 49, and I greatly uh, appreciate Rudolph. And I think it, it's a story of redemption, and I think we, we recognize in that. Uh, uh, that maybe the Cold War 50s and early 60s conformity had gone a little nuts. Uh, the, the America I respect is not one of conformity, and, it, and it's not one of conformity of the 50s where every guy had a crew cut and a white t shirt, and it sure as hell isn't uh, one of conformity in 2021 when everyone, uh, let's see, cowers at home and tries to virtue signal their wokeness. America is about iconoclasts and dreamers and fools to some extent. Believers, religious dissidents, my own state of Connecticut, uh, we have 169 towns in a tiny little state. The reason we have 169 towns is that the Congregationalists who would establish a church somewhere in the state, after, you know, a few weeks or a few months, there'd be a, a debate over doctrine in the Bible. The splinter group would pick up, walk for a whole day, and start a new town. Uh, one day's walk over. That's why we have 169 towns in, in Connecticut. Religious nonconformity has been a big part of, of the American tradition. Uh, resistance to authority in all its forms. Uh, you know, the 60s. I praise the 60s resistance to the military-industrial complex. I don't praise the 60s hatred of traditional cultural norms and kind of wrecking society and celebration of drug abuse but um there have been many movements uh you you have the uh the the, the sort of communal living we had that in the 19th century the, the transcendentalists we had all these dissident efforts in America where you were allowed to do this were not about conformity in America and i think more than anything else with saint george of fentanyl uh with 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 cower at home we have seen some of the ugliest conformity we've ever seen in our country. And it's had real world consequences. We're hurting children. We're literally some of the research coming out about how children are being held back, their development, you know, their intellectual development, their social development. Uh, we're not about agreeing with authority in America. We're about resisting authority in America and doing our own damn thing. So uh, that's the America I prize, uh, and I probably wouldn't have done well growing up when my parents were growing up in the 50s, a time of exquisite conformity. Um, I'm about resistance, baby. I'm about doing my own thing. Uh, I think that's the spirit of America. It's though, the now. spirit of America. I mean, I, people need to understand that when you – and, you
1: know, we had some uh, visitors earlier. Uh, Vera and her wonderful children came by. They dropped us uh, a wonderful gift. Oh, great. We got cookies. We got pretzels. We got all these wonderful things You're, you're welcome to drop by the Kiva, folks, and just, uh, go ahead and text me directly, 550-5500. 5, and she had the sweetest little boy, uh, and, Well-behaved uh, children. Yeah, his name was, uh, Peter. And he had written out all his questions for me. He wanted to ask me all about, uh, you know, uh, what was it like to run for, uh,
2: mayor, what
1: was it like to be on TV, what were the debates. Yeah, he said like. Do you have 13 hours. <laughs> uh, the guy said, uh, like, for, he, he just kept listening. To what I was saying, and then uh, there was an uh, older gal. I don't remember her name exactly. And then uh, I think, I think the other uh, kid as well. So all three of the kids came in, and then Vera came in. She brought her kid. She's a she's a big. Uh, I introduced her as a patriot and, and an activist because she is very very strong, uh, spirited woman. Seemed like uh, a power lady to me. You oh, always yeah. tell the aura and, uh, of a power lady I, exactly. <laughs> That's the way I felt about her. And then um, she uh, she of course attends uh, Legacy Church, which is a big deal. Uh, to me now and I think that that's important. Uh, I will be attending uh Legacy Church I think on a more regular basis. So oh, okay. I'm excited about that. I just was very impressed with Steve Smotherman. I was very impressed with Steve. I was too. Yeah I, I gotta say you know wherever you're at on anything uh, it's hard not to be impressed with just you know his conviction and then him and I going back and forth I think was, was great but back to the independent spirit doing what you want and I told these kids well I tried to impress upon them you know 10 I think 13 and I don't know, 16 or something like that. And, you know, these are kids um, who've been through some things. And I said, trust your gut. If it doesn't feel right, then don't do it. If you don't like the idea, then don't follow through with it. And however, whatever it is that that you're doing, make sure that it absolutely has to feel right. And I think that we've gone against our better selves because we've chosen like, no, we don't want to do this. This is not what I would choose to do. And we every single time that we make a choice for somebody else, that's not us, that's not ourselves. Because you, your own, your 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 best friend, you lose a little bit more dignity, a mm-hmm. little bit more dignity, Indeed. a little. You sacrifice a little bit more. So you got to start putting yourself first. And I, I need to take a little bit of my own advice and all of that because I think uh, as generous as a guy as I have been, I think Dowd, you're well aware of that, and you have uh, talked about that. I've never really put myself first, even when I'm running for office, you know, I'm doing all these things. It's, It's never been something that I've done. And, like, the more I talk to these kids, the better it feels for me because I'm like, I need to listen to my own advice coming out there. So I think it's very, very important uh, for these people, just like Rudolph. Rudolph Mm. didn't feel bad when his family left. (laughs) Rudolph uh, joined up, and he was going to pursue what he was going to do, and he had a talent, and he waited until the time that he was called. Have faith. Realize that uh, when your time is coming, and, uh, you know, don't get involved with uh, the, the, the crowd or the gang that's running all the reindeer games.
2: Mm-hmm. Simple, simple well, simple. and I think both of us is probably age too things you can't. Um, I was having a t- I go to a restaurant every Friday, not one of our advertisers, so I won't mention it. But I was talking about to the owners, uh, the the married couple own it with a young woman who's the most gorgeous little thing you've ever seen, go getter, going to get a good job in uh, dental equipment sales or something. Good. But you know, you really. You, you can't, we both were saying she's 51 and she was talking about her daughter to me and, and, uh, I was saying, I'm not trying to be a creepy old man. Don't, don't, don't worry about it. But the, the, you just can't know at 25 what you know in your forties. And no. so, and, and then you, you kind of need to go through that transition. We talked about it before, that happiness transition where, you, you spend your first few decades, you know, fighting, trying to build something, trying to be someone. And then you're for, at some point in your 40s, you recognize, is that all there is? But then in your late 40s, you recognize, hey, what there is is pretty damn good. I have my life. I have my relationships. I have my health. I know who I am. I think uh, I, can, I can make good choices to do things that, uh, you know, foster my health and my relationships instead of always out looking around for the next great thing in my life. So, but, you know, the only... The way you experience that is, is time itself. You can't explain that to a 25-year-old. You just can't.
1: Yeah, and I think Dowd, uh, well aware of the things that I've been through, I think that I wasn't necessarily prepared for all the things. I've made some bad choices, and going back and thinking about the things that I've done you know, in my 30s, even through my late 30s, and uh, I would say that a lot of people, if you know what the right thing to do is, always choose to do the right thing. That's all I can say because – you know, uh, the, the road to hell is paved with good intention. Yes. And your will and your rebellion. And don't think that you know better or that you were just coming up with the answers for the first time because people realize that it's all been done before. Mm-hmm. You can't change the laws of the universe. You know how it works and you've got to understand exactly what those is. Uh, five, what they are. 550-5500. 500. it's 550-5500. Um, this Ghislaine Maxwell story as well as the, uh, the graphics and the pictures. Uh, Dowd, I think that this almost deserves a complete and total, like reprint as is within the Rocket Talk dot chat.
2: Okay. I don't know
1: if we can get a.
2: Would we need a license
1: for that to so go ahead and?
2: Could be problematic.
1: Okay. I think what we should w- do. Which Which
2: one are you speaking of? Uh, the
1: inside the abandoned sections of Jeffrey. Oh,
2: Matthews. that's a fascinating article. It to post is it.
1: something. It's a page So I think it we're going to reserve that for tomorrow. Okay. Um, we, but very die. very quickly, Ghislaine uh, Maxwell okay, they might call as many as 35 witnesses, ladies and gentlemen, okay, uh, remember, this is, uh, they're, they're trying to use her, they're trying to cover this whole thing, the real focus, in my opinion, is Bill Clinton, Bill Richardson, you know, the accessories, uh, Prince Andrew, the people who actually likely were involved or had some level of knowledge at at some point of what actually happened, okay, uh, I think... Um, the accomplices, if you will. Could we go that far? Prince Andrew, uh, mm. the people involved in it. Facilitators. These, <laughs> yeah. Why these people? I think, well, I think Ghulain was a facilitator to be more proper about it. But uh, I think the this is what they're ultimately trying to avoid. We're getting no coverage uh, on this, so I'm looking forward to that German uh, coverage and seeing who else uh, contributed to that uh, tomorrow. Let's hit the top five articles uh, as it appears at rockoftalk.chat over the last 24 hours. Please subscribe. All you have to do is go to www.rockoftalk.chat. We thank the uh, several advertisers who uh, subscribed over the last 24 hours yeah. and get it right in their inbox at 4 p.m., not to mention a complete video replay of our program here. And in addition to that, they also get the podcast, and it all ends up right in their handy-dandy little uh, handheld uh, device, whatever that might be, iPhone, Android. Uh, you can always listen to our podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, and SoundCloud, or you can watch us live on Roku, Amazon Fire and Apple TV uh, as well. But the top five articles for this Tuesday, December the 14th.
2: Yeah, straight from the Daily Blast. You can be in your inbox if you uh, subscribe, ladies and gentlemen. A daily email that fills you in on everything. Uh, Links to commentary research, as Eddie said. uh, News of the day. Today's birthdays from Ted Nugent to Harry Reid. uh, You want to sign up at uh, chat. 20 cents a day. Number one article, sadly, was the, uh, the KOAT coverage of the Rio Rancho child who died under weird circumstances some facts are starting to dribble out uh the child of a, of a Santa Fe police officer uh number 2 and this was a good link that i put out uh to, to i wanted people to know that the man found dead down on the border uh the, in the borderlands region down in Doniana County was not in fact dead uh it was a false report they found him kind of face down in the sand and uh he is alive in a hospital somewhere so some good news there uh number 3 Gordon Ramsey moves his business from uh to Texas from California and i think there's big state between california and texas that he must have just skipped right over yeah we
1: couldn't lure gordon ramsey go if anybody needs to texas tell texas. anyone to f off i'd have gordon ramsey recently ate at his great restaurant in las vegas nevada oh you did okay yeah, yeah over yeah, at yeah. the uh, caesar's palace
2: all those celebrity chefs have big places in in vegas uh so interesting uh point there uh number four uh my essay from yesterday on dot chat regarding uh, republicans let's Stop the whining about gerrymandering and start getting a good message out, and then you can attract voters from every category: young, old, Hispanic, Black, Native American, White. Maybe we just start a all the peoples, you know, principles, all religion. the colors. Could we have a principled vision political party <laughs> in New Mexico. Just, just, a suggestion. And then finally, uh, the city. I hate this nanny state stuff, Eddie. It drives me crazy, okay. and I'm a little surprised it's number five out of our in our top five. Okay. Uh, the city is suggesting creative ways, the city of Albuquerque, creative ways to reduce your holiday waste and recycle right. Oh. in albuquerque okay just
1: le- the wrapping leave paper.
2: my trash yeah. to me city okay just pave the potholes and police the streets okay don't tell me what to do with my refuge. they can't even do that they can't even do uh, that tim keller
1: has disappeared where is tim keller back tomorrow 4 p.m for our hump day right here in the kiva on AN 1600 Talk abq.fm rockoftalk.com stay tuned everybody bill o'reilly next in three minutes
3: Quite as a city I know I've had faith like since before And I'm feeling it even more Because it came from me
1: This is the Rocker Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque.